Hello and welcome to the Redacted Roulette Podcast Woo! 2024. Wow. We're doing Wakfu Season 2. Hell yes. Uh, I'm Cristiano. Oh my god. And who else is here? Oh, I'm here. It's your buddy boy, uh, Mr. McLoyd. Um, I'm out here eating trash and smoking beans. They also call me Malcolm, and you guys know who I am, because I'm loud, obnoxious, and... Uh, who else is here? <laughs> wow. I guess that's my cue, as you know. Lord of the World of Twelve. Knower of all things Wakfu. Cristiano passed the chance up to use this introduction like a fucking idiot, like a bozo. <laughs> it's I'm me. not so vain. Owner of all twelve dofus. That's right. There's more than just six. Get at me. You'll know them later. Yeah, Nick lays eggs. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm g- Actually, that's my new intro. I lay eggs. <laughs> 100% baby. They're a I'm a biologist and I don't know what the fuck egg-laying people are. Oh, they're they're an ovarian. Boom, got it. That's 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 That was beautiful. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't that's get a right. for nothing. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I was pretty free. So Christiana, what are we doing here? Let's what's what's the what's the vibe? We're talking about Wakfu season two. What the fuck is Wakfu? Nick, Finally. you don't get any more intros. Your intro is cut. <laughs> My intro goes forever. <laughs> um, I will not be silent. I was gonna say they can. We're gonna start editing this. So like, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'll do yeah. that for a different episode. Um, let's start with just some first impressions, and then we'll do some spoiler cut and just a. Uh, but what what is Wakfu for the the folks oh, out yeah. there who haven't watched our Wakfu season one episode? I assume uh, if you click on a, an episode called episodes. season two or of something, uh, you'll have maybe have an idea what it is. But Wakfu, it's your it's your typical adventure series with your your crew, your Yugo, Amalia, Ava, Dally, Rule. And Adamai sometimes when they feel like including him. Um, <laughs> Adamai has been done so wrong. <laughs> but uh, it's the reason why you left. <laughs> but anyway, broad overview. It's season one's an adventure story. Season two's a more political, well, also adventure story. They're all adventure stories, but in di- slightly different slants with uh, good lore and and cool characters and world building. So that's my pitch for Wakfu. Watch it. If you don't wow. know what it is, and you're watching a podcast titled Wakfu Season 2. But, Cristiano, what if I hate watching TV but love massive multiplayer online RPGs? <laughs> well, you can play <laughs> the original inspiration for the series, the yeah, reason yeah, it yeah. exists, the Wakfu MMO or the Dofus MMO. Dude. You can oh be a God. dragonborn in that game. It's really cool. It's kind of a cool MMO for its time, and it's still kind of cool, like a class-based tile strategy. Think of it like a Fire Emblem type stuff, except, you know, MMO. And if you but don't what know if what I hate Fire that too, is... but love roguelike tech builders? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, so we're shilling for Wakfu. <laughs> one more gate, which will maybe inexplicably expose you to lore about Season 3 characters. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, it's kind of a cool roguelike that I have not played. But Are you guys still uh, talking about the Waku games? Yes. Oh, yeah. Also, okay. for the Xbox 360, 
There's Islands of Wakfu. <laughs> yes, there a, is. No longer game. available on the Xbox Marketplace. The There's a hell? lot of no longer available Wakfu games. There's also like a Flash series the that fuck? is like really lore important, but is not available anymore. Anyway, this isn't about that. This is about season <laughs> two of the animated series available on Netflix in the US and probably other streaming services outside of the US. Um, yeah. So not not I don't want to go first and uh, Malcolm how, what's your first impression? Yo, I thought I thought I could not wait for you to fucking throw it in my direction. And before I throw it before I throw my shit out there, Nick, you give your first impression you're going to talk for like 20 <laughs> minutes. And I need to like we need what? to have a buffer okay. between you and Cristiano. So I'm going to be that buffer. <laughs> Okay, this is my first impressions. So, okay. when I initially watched all of Wakfu on Christian's recommendation in 2020, um, I, I loved season one. It was very charming to me. Season two, I was really excited for it. I was like, man, Adam is so cool. I wonder what's going to happen. Oh what are these Netflix previews that are spoiling <laughs> shit? <laughs> Ignoring those. And so I was very excited for season two, and it lived up to the hype. Like, the end of season one has these massive stakes with Knox, like, committing genocide and trying to rewind time. And it, like, there's, you know, the start of season kind of not a full lull because they're setting up the season, what's happening in the world, and to our characters. And then it just, like, picks up pretty quickly. So it's pretty nice immediate payoff in that regard. Yeah. I'm not going to say too much right now, Malcolm. Okay, so shut oh. your fucking mouth. These are just my uh, first impressions. I'm just... I'm rewatching it again today. Damn. So hostile. Uh, I still liked it. Watching it now for this, I remembered why I liked it before, and then it was charming again to me, even though I watched it with the English dubbing. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> Which was, dude. like, oh, no. kickstarted or whatever, and so, like... Yeah, some of it feels like they were intentionally mistranslating some of these terms and phrases, which is like so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, the voice actor for Rule, instead of saying up my alley, goes, that's right. It's right up my home street alley or something like <laughs> butchering it and Google translating it incorrectly. It was beautiful. Oh, God. So my first impression for the third time, I like season two. Oh, my gosh. So Malcolm. Hey, buddy. Yeah. What's your impression of season two? All right. Well, before I start, I find it hilarious that you watched it in fucking dub because I tried watching like the first episode in dub and I was like, this is going to piss me off like so much. (laughs) They're fucking, (laughs) they're fucking like, they're like leaning into like the cartoonish nature of like the, of like, I don't even know the show like so much that I'm just peace and love, peace and love to the voice actors. (laughs) It feels like they were trying to do a bad job. Yeah. Like it was just so not good. (laughs) Like if I was just trying to like, I don't know, be on my phone or something while I was watching, I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, so I'll watch one or two episodes in dub, but like the majority of it, I had to watch in sub because bruh, it, it was hard. Um, but, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, but on a, on a serious note, serious note, Wakfu, right? I also watched Wakfu season one. Um, in the beautiful year of twenty twenty one. Uh, y'all already know what happened during of twenty twenty. Was it twenty twenty? I thought we watched it. in That was when the episode was. Oh shit, Fuck. Malcolm. This show started in twenty twenty. <laughs> it's been four. Oh my god, it's been four years. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, in 2020, during the worst period of our uh, shared lives, um, yeah, I... Speak for yourself. All right, yeah, Nick got a lot of head back then. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I <laughs> was kind of meh about Wakfu Season 1, um, if I remember correctly, which I probably don't, but uh, it's it, it was okay. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the end was definitely, or I want to say closing close to the finale and during certain spikes in the show was definitely, like, chef's kiss moi. Like, uh, the, the, there's the, I, I don't really, like, go get too deep into it. This, the season one had, like, a lot of peak points for me, which is why, which was what kept me going and which is why I watched all of season two and, like, one or two episodes from the special outside of Cristiano being like, hey, watch these two episodes they're really good and they were really good they were actually oh, yeah. fantastic the end of the fucking knock special it's still baller still like reverberates in my chef's brain kiss. chef's kiss very very good very good chef. single clap um uh yeah season two um so uh, yeah i came into season two i completely just was not even thinking about like the ending of season one like it, it fucking started and i was like oh right i forgot <laughs> that the genocide happened like the episode prior to this um so i applaud the show in that regard that like it very much just picks up like immediately like there's not really like a big time skip like well there well there is a time skip but like it's not a huge time skip like it's like a month yeah yeah like it it, the flow from season one into season two is very um fluid so like i i definitely like enjoyed that aspect of it um did not love a lot of the filler but you know the show did have like its peaks um here and there the the new antagonist was fun um seeing some old characters specifically one old character that nick's gonna go off for like half an hour about uh reappear was like really fun um some callbacks uh, i'm so curious who you mean yeah i'm also curious about who i mean cough cough um (laughs) uh but yeah, the show was like very. It was heads or tails for me. Um, I'll go more into detail about it, like when we get into it. But uh, yeah, was, you know, I, I had some ups, had some downs, but you know, it was a good time. It was a good time overall. Now for the man of the hour, would you? Why everyone's actually here, Cristiano, the cream of the crop, the guy. Would you recommend it to people? Would I recommend? No, no Cristiano, we do that at the end. Oh, okay, okay at that. the end. <laughs> I was about to say, you want me to keep talking? I, we take a I little recommend... bit of a break, and this guy forgets how the episodes are formatted. Can you believe him? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so Wakfu's my jam. It always has been. I've been recommending it to people since I've watched it the first time. Like, like viewers, you don't I think understand. I finished all of it like freshman year of college. Cristiano has Cristiano huh? has Wakfu tattoos. It's it's very cool. Like all over his body of like all the races. I... <laughs> It's very cool, like you know, like between all of like the. I don't know what I'd get. I'd get. I'd probably get the Ilya Cube if I got a Wakfu tattoo. Tbh, that would go hard. I'd I'll go be hard. honest. Yeah. Not a Nox um, alien tattoo, like of his face. Nox is cool, but the Ilya Cube is more ubiquitous as a Wakfu thing. Mm. Uh, maybe Nox. Anyway, <laughs> it's not about <laughs> my tattoos. That I may or may not have. Um. My impressions, of course, I really liked it. Now, my journey, if I remember correctly, is the first time I watched Walkthrough Seasons 1, 2, and the OVAs, I really liked Season 1 more than Season 2. Because Season 2, like... I, think I was. We can bury the hatchet, Christiana. We can unite. <laughs> it so didn't have knives. <laughs> um, and I was in it for the lore. 
and there's a lot of gaps between the lore in season two and there's a lot of like unanswered questions like at the end of season one and stuff like that and i was like oh come on just just give me some some deep lore about elite jokes and stuff and they had like the whole a whole lore dump episode in season two but and then pretty much that in the finale are the only lore dumps everything mm-hmm. else is just kind of just developing the world now rewatching it I actually enjoyed season two a lot bet more than I did rewatching season one. Oh. Um, because it ha- it does a really good job. I was really impressed by like the first couple episodes, just like reestablishing the crew, um, establishing that the finale of season one had stakes in the world, and that like, you know, our protagonists are heroes, like they're all prestiged, in some sense um you know a good good job of reintroducing their personalities in like episode one and then immediate like you know head into like a, a mini arc that isn't quite like it's not quite filler it's really not filler but it, you know it's just like introducing new characters and uh uh digging into like established characters more like rubelax and stuff mm. which i really enjoyed and it kind of continues that trend of, um, like, I really liked just the side casts and stuff in, in season two. Just like, but, uh, like, they introduced so many new characters and they're all pretty cool. Mm, <laughs> and then they have, yeah. like, returning characters. Like, I love, like, the Nana, the, the, the grandmother of Rule. That was fun. <laughs> and, and stuff like that. And just the other side characters that show up. But overall... Uh, without spoiling stuff, I, I like the, the progression of, um, like the main villain or villains, etc. of the season two. And I like, you know, what it does with the lore and how it like kind of expands the scope of the story because season one, you know, very internal, um, like one mad villain guy season two like we're end of season two we're approaching like god level powers and that only like progresses in the season the ovas in season three so i like that progression and overall also overall season two just a lot of good episodes a little bit too much filler like there's like about mm-hmm. what i want to say like six episodes that are like pretty fillery and they yeah. it did kind of hurt that it was uh I mean, both season one and season two are 26 episodes, but, like, they both could have been 24. They both could have skimmed. Not... The Go Bowl arc was good, yeah. and I would not actually skip that. This, But, like, there were other episodes like the panda that were just kind of, like... Or, like, like uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look at the list, but I remember the panda one being, like, very meh. Like, it was... Self-contained kind of goofiness. Yeah. And, and you were right. There's like straight up it, six, it, six episodes of of like lore. Also, like the voice thief one and some other ones. They even call out that they're going on so many side trekking adventures. Yes, they're yep. constantly doing in the that. middle of the season, mm-hmm. and they 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 continue to go on more side quests after that. So, like that's some... my main criticism of of the season. But overall, watch it. It's good. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. Sorry, it's just you've unleashed me now. That you, what? 
When, once Cristiano starts right. winding up, I start winding up back. <laughs> do you guys want to go? Do you, do you feel like this was still still part of your your first impressions, or do you do you all want to jump? No, I I think spoiler territory. If Cristiano yeah. is satisfied with this first impression, I'm ready to rip this egg open. Spoilers and get enabled it into the rip this egg open. This on. Hard, what 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 saying is that? <laughs> a hard boil? Is it a hard boiled egg? N- me just now. I said oh. the gooey bits, didn't I, Malcolm? It's it's a raw egg. I don't like you. Oh, <laughs> I don't like you anymore. Full protein. <laughs> you are disgusting. I get it. It makes sense. I just, I just don't appreciate it. Cristiano, <laughs> do, the, do the thing. But yeah, I didn't want to mention fucking Quilby in my first impression, but Cristiano talked about the progression of the villains. Quilby, my first watch through, I saw him and I was like, okay, he's going to be the bad guy. And then, like, he develops, and I was like, oh, maybe he's not actually the bad guy. Maybe I was kind of harsh on him. Mm. And then he fucking, he got me. Mm. He betrayed me. He betrayed everybody. He's a, he's, he sucks. He sucks hard. Now, I think, like me, I think you were also spoiled by Netflix title card in in season two. Yeah, because I had seen quilby's like fight Design. mode on the yeah. title card and i didn't piece together that it was him until like <laughs> that the episode where he steals the eely cube i was like wait a second <laughs> mm-hmm. is this the guy and then he shifts and i was like oh my fucking god yeah, yeah. it was right in front of me the whole time it was quilby the whole time and i don't know i guess it was from backing the kickstarter for season four I have like a little evil Quilby figure like that stares at me in my room. <laughs> Wait, you got a Quilby? Did I get a Quilby figure? I don't know. Did you? Did I you? thought you got a different one. Did you not? Oh get no, one? I got the. I got like the no- I got Knox. Did you get Knox? Fuck you! I didn't get. Sorry, this is me and Total, totally about to have I, a fight. I didn't give them any money whatsoever. I was like, I'm taking this shit for free. Thank you. I, I paid a lot of money to get the the Knox figure too, <laughs> and the so. Knox body pillow. I've seen it; it's also pretty impressive. If if only there was a Knox body pillow. <laughs> but yeah, That'd basically, be up. <laughs> that would be fucked up. He loves his wife. <laughs> I'd be buying it for you, Cristiano. But yeah, uh, Quilby, fucking Quilby. They bait well us out with, Again, with Rushu. You guys want to go in into spoiler territory? Or we did. I announced we are, it. Malcolm, you? are you fucking dumb? I didn't hear you. Yeah. You were like very direct about it. It was just like you started, just started talking directly about Quilby. I'm like, are are we? I good was like, from not? here on out, spoiler talk. All right, bet. Cool. And that was me saying, let's break the egg open and eat the gooey bits. All right. I, I was very distracted about the fact that you used an egg analogy. Like, bruh. Anyway. <laughs> Get that yolk. Okay. Thinking about eggs. All right, yeah. Quilby, Quilby, Quilby was chill, hundred percent. Like he was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I will definitely say that. Uh, like I can't remember how I felt during like my first watch of the sh- uh, watch my first watch of the show. Did not pick up that he was evil from the title cards. Um, you definitely easily could. Um, but. I during my second rewatch, even though like I already knew that he was gonna be the bad guy, I'm just like I'm watching and I'm just like this man's too like he's too like calm, you know, too like jovial as a as a character. I don't know what like Malcolm from 2020 was thinking, probably about like space chimps or something while I was watching the show, but uh, fucking I don't know. Seeing it this time, I was like, this guy has this guy like low, very very low key has like some undertones to him, 
but like he's he's definitely like a, a chill dude uh, this one-armed soldier man or king it's really guy. like episode 17 hits the council of 12 where he starts talking about how there's like thousands of Eliotrope yep. children that he demands there be made room for and shit yep. like that and, you and go, like maybe he's not terrible maybe he's just like a conflicted leader or something yeah because before that the only real hint is fucking Grugal or grant beefing with him on site Constantly. every yeah, second yeah. and also like i love the on the rewatch just like watching him terrified as soon as he gets out of the Mm-hmm. The mm. the Elia cube. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh shit, it's Yugo. <laughs> is it gonna happen again? Question mark. Honestly, he's he's in pretty insane, but he's holding it pretty well together considering he was in solitary confinement for yeah thousands of years. You would think mm-hmm. he would just go like yeah. He woke know, up and instantly started plotting. Yeah, like, like uh, you would think that he would just be I don't know completely mentally destroyed in, in some way shape or form like unable to speak or just a little bit insane from not being able to speak to people for probably what thousand years how long was yeah. he in that cube for? From, from his description he, he said he like his his like brain shut off or like he he, he yeah. stopped thinking or something yeah so maybe I, he defend, just like to be a quilby defender oh, he no, is no. the only heliotrope who has like full knowledge or whatever so like memory yeah he's been alive for i guess a couple thousand years so zoning out for one thousand years is doable maybe yeah i don't know about that i mean more than a thousand i think just the entire lifespan of the heliotrope race yeah yeah at least like during the while he was still like active and stuff he's like you know moving from planet to planet and like actually doing shit this being in this like space of nothingness like by yourself again like in confinement unable to do anything but like float along in the void yeah i feel like that would have like oh obviously it it did well actually i don't i don't really know how well you spend the first hundred years jerking it and then (laughs) (laughs) the next 900 you're kind of bored yeah, yeah, but of course. Of course. <laughs> That's why they call it the white dimension. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Pause. Um... But Christian- Christiana wins. Mm. Episode over. <laughs> but yeah, they did. I feel like they did Quilby pretty, like, pretty well done. Like, him, after he like fully outs himself as being the bad guy, like, him and his plotting, um, I want to say... Maybe him taking Yugo to Eliotrope World was like pretty absolutely fucking stupid. Bad plan. Like, like what was really your like what, what was the plan? Like, I'm gonna take you to see all of your homeboys and then kill you in front of them to scar them for life and then make them be my children when I release them so we can continue to take over the world. Like, what was the what was the plan there? Like in depth. Like, it, I mean, you know, his his plan was you know. Yeah. Go there. Yeah. Banish Yugo. Yeah. Take control as king. Have infinite power. But, he, like, yeah. He, and his backup plan Yugo, was but... he was like, I could easily beat a hundred five-year-olds. Oh, my fight. God. <laughs> and then he fucking loses against a hundred five-year-olds. He beats he the five-year-olds. His dragon lose. fucking His dragon sister cucks him. him, okay? He doesn't lose to those five-year-olds. Does he not? I thought that he was, he was taking like a few humps there. He I got hit by a few. He lasers. he like yeah, Malcolm. Like, okay, when a couple thousand five year olds jump you, you get hit a few times. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. But you're He's prepared for that. End of it. Sure. Okay. Whatever you say. Yeah. Well, he blasts them all away. Mm-hmm. And then he also but took, like... Roll the clip. Kids. Craig, Craig, roll the clip, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Kaboom. Well, now Craig's not even here. <laughs> or is he? Actually, isn't he? I know. It doesn't matter. No, he's not. Yeah, don't worry about him. He's ugly anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah, so Quilby... I thought that Quilby was pretty well done as, like, a, a main antagonist. Um, def- Different energy from Nox. Like, I feel like Nox was definitely, like, a lot more... Uh, evil like at least like he had like more of a presence to him than quilby did because like quilby was like playfully evil right like he was an ass but he was still like making jokes um kind of like the he's like joker-esque you know like i don't know if, i don't know if you guys have, <laughs> he like, is that kind impression. of the joker yeah right? yeah yeah he's just like ha ha i'm fucking with you ha look at look at you you think that you can beat me i got me and my dopest over here and then you know he gets fucking wanked um Meanwhile, Knox is out yeah. here, and he's like fucking Fire Lord Ozai, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill everybody. <laughs> I, I have, I have like something to lose and something to. I have nothing to lose and everything to win." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Knox's goal of getting enough power to turn back time, twenty years to save his family, versus yeah. Quilby's goal of get everyone to come with him and destroy the world with twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just like Knox, Quilby's end goal turns out to be really, really flawed, <laughs> really, really yeah. ill-conceived. Man, it's but I mean, like... I like Knox a lot more. Knox mm. is arguably he's 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 like less villainous than Quilby in in ways because like his I, his goal is to try and reverse everything he's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Quilby is like, I mean, he he's like trying to basically like make. He, like, wants the Elytrope people to be, like, Nazis or something. He wants them to be, like, yeah. Master Race. He literally yeah. set calls them the Chosen People, yeah. which is, like, the Nazi phrase. Mm-hmm. But, like, he doesn't have support. He, his flaw is, that, like, he, obviously no one's going to support him. Yep. And he doesn't have the, he doesn't have, like, the 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 willpower to just go and, and leave by himself. Like, if he just got on a ship and left. He would have gotten wiped, dude. Like, He's just one guy. With the, the earth would have been destroyed you know he still has the elia cube i guess like he can just do his elia cube stuff later mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i don't know I yeah like... you, literally you go broke him down and was like you're just a sad boy who's all alone <laughs> <laughs> he like yes is desperately trying to like validate himself by like you know beating up his well, not they, even killing but just beating up everybody they did give that exposition like as nick quite literally just said like his entire deep trauma or whatever is that like he's very alone in his i guess like extended life like he's experienced death and rebirth over and over and over again he's the only one who's like aware of this outside of his sister so like he's pretty he's pretty like isolated just like generally so, yeah like, his actions kind of or i want to say like how he acts does make sense like it, it does add up you would you could also say though that like fucking you could use all that length of knowledge to help people but you know i guess if you live long enough i mean you just want to fucking become a nazi you just become a nazi if, if you live forever <laughs> I, I don't know. well going going by the trope of like yeah he's cursed by immortality it's like oh i've lived so long it's everything sucks now yeah like i you know in a way he is like a 
he is punished, a punished villain. Like he, like he has no choice to like try and, like, I I think his initial, um, like betrayal of the Iliotrope people with like sending the Iliotrope and stuff mm-hmm. made more sense than like just blatantly trying to blow up the world of twelve. And that like, well, he's been on the same world for so long that he's, that he's like, like, oh my god, he needs more. I'm not, going not to insane. cut you off, Christian, but his initial betrayal of the Elytra people is starting the war with the like, yeah, indestructible Megatrons. robot by stealing yeah. by stealing the Iliot by not. It wasn't it's like it wasn't necessarily stealing I'm not sure the Iliot. Like, mentioned it, but he's just straight up like started like the the assault against the, i'm gonna call him the megatron because it was like it was well the elite cube is made the out of one of the mecha dudes like it's is it important. yeah <laughs> okay because i think that's you know maybe it's him I, saying that Grugalorg grand makes it and that's i believe true. maybe Google it's elite extended lore elite cube deep lore Google. they don't mention any the what? the event explicitly in in the season they just go oh he instigated the war with the mechanoids or the mech it was mech indeed created by quilby the mad eliotrope inventor mm. it was created by him does it say how so basically he, so like again his first betrayal wasn't stealing his first betrayal i guess was making it and starting a war and then using it to keep fucking up people's lives yeah i mean i said he uh, traveling the stars and assumedly blowing up a bajillion sentient worlds that I guess everyone else was okay with <laughs> until <laughs> they found the world of 12 and there was like humanoids or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think that was a funny detail where he was just like, yeah, we just went from world to world. It was so chill. And then later he's just like, Oh, we have to drain all of the wakfu from the world or else everyone must die. Hmm. I don't remember that aspect, but I believe that it happened. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, I feel like we were talking about Quilby for like a, a fat second. Um, you want to talk about like the? He's a robust character, Malcolm. I understand yeah, so he's a robust the character. Cube, but so much. Hold on. What? What's up? The Ely Cube is made from the heart of Organax. I don't know. Organax? The fuck is the Organax? Organax. So, okay, so Quilby's story was that um, Grugal Organ made it. No, he, mech- ma- he he made it. I'm tell. I said Quilby's oh. story, okay, Cristiano. Okay, okay, if you okay, can okay. listen kiss, to kiss, the kiss, fuck. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Go ahead. Yeah. Go so ahead, Quilby tells everybody, Grugalorgan and Chibi made Mechasms. the cube as like a tool for the Iliotropes to flourish with. The Mechasms, yes, there Malcolm, you go. that's what they're called. Good job, buddy. Yeah. So yeah um, the, showed the up one day to just destroy the Iliotropes for no reason. They use the Ely Cube and their magic ship to fly away, totally not blowing up worlds along the way. They end up on mm. the World of Twelve. Oh no, Organax has shown up randomly to fight <laughs> oh. everybody. Oops. But luckily, Hugo saved his life and all of the children, because he's such a nice guy. Lol. Yeah. Wow. And then the real lore is, I guess, the (laughs) cube is made out of Organax. That's kind of funny. The real lore is, I believe he stole, like, the mechasms were just, like, another, like, group. He somehow stole the heart or stole stole something important to them that is made, was how he made the Elia cube, which aggroed all the mecha mecha people. um, Mechasms. Who then destroyed their homeworld. The mechasms. Then they left on their voyage, 
got the world of 12 and then Oregon X, who I guess it was his heart was the was was stolen or whatever. Yes. He shows up and is like I'm here to kill you guys still. <laughs> um <laughs> which they fight off in addition to fighting off Quilby, I guess. And uh, lock Quilby away. And then also to note Chibi and Google Orgram, like they were originally the lead <laughs> I like that we're both on the same wiki page. <laughs> I'm not reading from wiki page. Oh, shit. Christian D'Angelo has the deep lore memorized. <laughs> oh, my God. But Chibi was originally the leader. And I forget. Actually, I forget when he passes it to Yugo, but he eventually passes it to Yugo. I think during the voyage at some point. I forgot there was a character named beforehand. Chibi. I remember hearing that when I was but watching. But Chibi him, is the prophet baby. king. His special thing is that he has prophecies. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm. Yep, sure. Which is a good quality for a king to have. Which doesn't come up very much because he's not an adult for any of these events. Yeah, Mm. right now he's just a little baby. Right, yeah. I love all that deep baby, Lamau. Just forgot. He is a little Bobby man. Yeah. But yeah, that's like all that lore that Christian just dropped is not in this season. (laughs) I mean, half, most of it kind of is because Quilby, like, dumps a bunch of it well like yeah quilby shares some of it and then twists some of the others parts of it which is confusing at first watch because you're like what is happening what's the real (laughs) what's Mm -hmm. the truth what's the real tea and no one like re-explains the lore or anything yeah ferris is out here like i'm not gonna explain it you go i think i'm gonna die soon i'm planning on that (laughs) they just yell at quilby for betraying them and you have to assume he's betrayed them <laughs> well it's pretty explicit luckily pretty he's made it very like easy for define, you to believe that yeah i was gonna say it pretty explicitly defined the fact that he betrayed them you know when he fucking ganked Adamai in the the laboratory or whatever and was like yeah we kind of went from planet to planet uh taking creatures and, and then killed everything yeah and killing them so like you know i don't think there, there there had to be a lot more exposition like unless you really wanted it which you know clearly is the case but I mean, obviously, I mean, some, the other, he's one of, like, you know, 12 people, or, you know. What, the, uh. Six, six people and six dragons. Yeah, it's so the six yeah. Elytra. It's not like dragons. he is solo doing this, you know. Yeah. It's like the group is, mm. is doing that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. We don't really know, like, the, do we I mean, know, like, the timeline of when, like, he kind of stopped and, or, stopped, or when they stopped to, like, each planet? Because, like. We just know that, like, at one point... No, we, we don't have Hugo, a timeline. We're yeah, not sure. Exactly. He's like, we know that at one point, Hugo was like, I'm kind of done with this, and I'm going to seal you. And then he does. Well, that that's but, when they're on the World of Twelve, when Organax yeah. shows back. So I imagine mm. when Organax shows back up, that's when Quilby's deceptions come to light. Because mm. it's pretty easy for him to kind of use the attacking mechanisms to be like, oh, no, uh, we need to leave here. But luckily, I have this device, that. and we can make a magic ship to yeah. leave with. Yeah. And I think the world of 12 is an, a world that's suitable to be, like, hospitable for the Elite Troops to rebuild. Elite mm-hmm. Troops to rebuild, perhaps. It's like, that's why they stop there, as opposed to just consuming it and searching. Mm. But then Organac shows up, and Quilby still wants to con- doesn't want to settle down, I think, is the idea. Um, yeah, I mean, crazy. I have to imagine at that point, Quilby's using this war to now try and take power as king or whatever, like... 
Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. War provides a lot of good situations and opportunities if you're an evil guy. Mm. If you're an evil dude like Quilby. But yeah, that's. I think that's Quilby's deal, and he grossly under overestimated, uh, or underestimated that how the kids were gonna act, or something. Yeah, literally when the kids are like, "Hey, dude, all of our parents died because of you." It's like he forgot that fact, just straight up. He just straight <laughs> he up forgot have, about it. He might have actually just like not thought about it. Like mm-hmm. he, like I, his his motivations feel very guttural. Like he's like. Obviously, these people would follow me. Like I'm their, like leader. leader. Now, his mm. his leaving Hugo alive was probably a bad idea. But he didn't, he didn't, truly didn't feel like he was thinking that one through. But you could also take into account that like he probably was having like the you know, even though he did think of like his people or and the kids like as his people, he most likely was also following like the the dictator esque mindset of. I have a lot of power. Yeah. They're probably still afraid of me, so they're going to want to follow me. He's, he's like a way. school shoot, school shooter. He's like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that is that the, just that the like, analogy. I'm gonna take out my problems by uh fucking killing the entire world of twelve and. Yeah, dude. It'll be fine. Cause fuck em. I mean, so Christian, you you can confirm for me if this is true. Were they actually like the six immortal? Heliotrope dragons were they actually like all kind of a council for the Heliotropes originally? Yeah, so the 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 Heliotropes in the Elia Cube are not god are not like godlike power. They're not immortal. The pe yeah. the um the six you know pairs of 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 dragon and Heliotrope are like gods, almost godlike in power or at least pretty strong and immortal. And they do act as leaders, and then among them is an actual leader of that six or that yes. twelve. Originally Chibi, and then you go. Then you go. Because from that standpoint, Quilby's logic sort of, if he eliminates the other five or the other ten, and just him and Shinona May are all left standing. Yeah, maybe that would work, but he doesn't do that. He leaves you alive. <laughs> yeah, literally, like. His plan, I guess, was to take Hugo there, taunt, and then throw him into the blank space forever. And then he just forgot that last part. Yeah. Like, he captures Grugalogram in, like, a weird machine. Yeah. But he doesn't really do much after that. <laughs> I, th- I think it was a little bit uh, um, a little bit half-baked at, at the end there, but I think there was a lot going on. If he called me up, if he'd called me to consult, I could have had this plan <laughs> figured out for him in, like, five minutes. Tops. Oh, my God. He was a little bit insano mode after he betrayed Adamai. Literally, if he had, like, not done that and just kept up his, like, ruse of being, like, an innocent, good-hearted guy, Yugo at the end would have been like, but who's telling the truth then? What's going on? And it would yeah. have been a, a crazier story. And another part, yeah, another part of his goals was his, he thought his dragon sister would just be, like, be on board with his plan. But I suppose in the thousands years of contemplation, she decided Quilby was stupid. Yeah. I mean, he was all alone. Her dofus is with Ferris, who's probably just hold, the whole time being like, yo, Quilby sucks. By the way, your brother Quilby, <laughs> hate that guy. In case you forgot, guy sucks he sucks. Ass. But we ta- we talked a lot about Quilby. There's so much other shit in this season. That's how say. robust the season is. Uh, I I really like the first like five-episode mini-arc of, 
of like Rubilax and and uh, Dally and and stuff. And you don't, you don't even have to say like the this first season five does start on the funniest note ever of just Evangeline being so down bad for Dally <laughs> that she's just like crying by she's his just statue like, yeah. all day, going insane. <laughs> yeah, she's got, she's a weird. <laughs> I want to say that like um. That's kind of where, like, I was going to say that the, that also is kind of where the show does well with, like, its startup. Because, like, as mentioned before, like, it kind of just, like, jumps right off from, like, the last season. I feel like in any other show, it would be kind of weird to just see her, like, super depressed at, like, the start. Like, that, like episode one, it's like, hey, uh, I'm super sad about this. And I need to, like, focus my energy on, I don't know, rescuing my boyfriend or whatever like they kind of just jump into it and i guess like coming from season one it it flows it, it flows very well uh also her new outfit was but um anyway <laughs> i did think it was funny that they put it in all of the intros so that just in case you forgot she used to have long hair yeah <laughs> she had like a little dumb pony she used to have a different outfit but don't worry it's better she's yeah she's cooler now but I do like every, all the characters like take Dally's death at face value. Like they're not, they don't think he's going to come back. And Ava is in context of the show. Ava is just being like a weird, yeah. like clingy girlfriend to think that she's, he's alive. But then it turns out like he, she was getting like actual signs <laughs> from Dally. Somehow, Psychic so. messages from Dally. Yeah. Now also to be fair in the previous season, uh, when Dally finds Gultard, he's like, I thought you died. And Gultard's like, LOL, I came back to life. So there's a precedent yeah. for Yops to just come back to life. No Perhaps one else knows about it but us, you're the audience. Divine in nature. <laughs> if you're really swaggy, maybe you're like you'll come cool back to life. Or something. <laughs> uh, like Gultard is a demigod. So. But yeah, like, especially, like, it does build to that where everyone else is just like you're crazy like specifically amalia like snaps at her in such a harsh way for like a friend i mean she's sick of it like it's been a month or something of her exactly you know he's like get your life together uh you're just sitting by the statue all day and that's the point where evangeline's Mm. like about to give up on it and then dally's psychic message comes in and we get some good, like, solo Ava episode. Yo, Remington, like, whatever like his name is. Remington. We get my homeboy, I Remington's me. Remington so much. But he was so you cool. You hate Remington. Nah, nah, nah. He was so he, cool. He, he's better. What made Remington annoying for me was watching him initially in the English dub. Because oh all of Remington's screen time oh, is yeah. filled with grunts. It's like, <laughs> ugh, ugh, yep. Uh, it's really distracting (laughs) um also he's like just he's just like a a roguish rogue that's an an asshole all the time yeah generic character he's introduced in this season the same time there's like the black crow in the first season i was like man if the black crow had showed back up every episode i think that would have been hype this guy's (laughs) fine i don't hate him he's cool he's fine on the on my rewatch yeah he does shit uh, his character kind of kind of I want to say his character kind of got diluted when he got sent to hell or whatever when he became like the masseuse of um whatever the fucking hey Satan was but like everything before he has that, to be like, a good sure. masseuse yeah gotta watch the OVAs he shows back up and oh does oh my gosh <laughs> incentive 
But yeah, Remington was cool. Um, watching Ava kind of have to go fucking beast mode trying to like get Dally back was also chill. Uh, hot take: Ruble should have kept Dally's body. Uh, Dally did a lot better as a sword than he did as a human being. <laughs> that is my opinion. <laughs> he literally does nothing as a sword. He can't even use Rubelax's ability use, as a sword. I know. He just like sits there and then talks, which is better. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Listen, Rubelax, he's more interesting. He's that used way. to being a sword. He's comfortable. He likes it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> It is very funny that he having a whole to body to being a fucking sword. Like the shoe shoes are, I I don't think they're all weird, but like, bruh, like you you could just be a demon monster. Like in I don't know, I guess they're friends or whatever. So like whatever. As as, as we had seen this season, Rublex is a, a a he has a heart at the end of the day, and he cares about his friend who has enslaved him, <laughs> or not enslaved him, but like is protecting him. I I guess I don't know. Well, watching over like him. in the first season, we get Scribble, the Shushu, who's like, when Yugo's like, I'll be your guardian, Scribble like kind of goes from being like an asshole all the time to having a change of tune to Yugo because, you know, having a guardian special mm. and you have like a bond with them. Even but though, like when again, we saw Rubelax, Rubelax hates Dally the whole fucking time. Yeah, they're kind of dicks to each other. Which is, yeah, that's their relationship. And then this season again, like, Rubelax literally saved his life. Mm, that is true. Because he true. loves him. Yeah. A strong bond. I mean, a warrior's tor- bond. The life of a Shushu is like you're on, you're on this the, the what's it something crust. You're in the demon realm. You're in hell. Yeah. There's no life. There's nothing to do, but maybe fight each other. Yeah, that's true. And then, or you can like be. And also, like, Rushu is just, like, constantly, like, I am evil. Uh, fuck you. I hate everybody. Mm-hmm. He does so. Does or you can be words. on Earth or the World of Twelve, and you can just be <laughs> chilling. His exact words. Yeah, Malcolm, did you just say Rushu is just Shushu backwards? I, that, I, that was Christiano, my guy. <laughs> that was not. That was, then you just imagined that. I don't know. One of you just said Rushu is something backwards. Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. You can step yeah. forward, step into the light. There's no judgment here. You're... It's Craig. I think you're having, a, I think you're having a, a, a moment here, my dude. Dally? Are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> is this a sign? I, I have to go on a quest. I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I, I really I enjoyed that mini orc. Mm-hmm. And also the... Setup was the What's it called? The pig, the pig, pig god. Oh my episode. god! Yeah, the pig god. We're right over. I do think it was insane again. that the Rubelax mini arc Rubelaxia ended, and then they immediately went to like a gigantic prolonged fart. <laughs> <laughs> fart. I mean, it 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 actually like so it had some girth to it. Girth. Another it another flaw of the season is Ava and Dally's like relationship conflicted relationship or something i was very tired that is yeah. very, dubs as, as poorly we discussed. it's 
It's tiring. It's because it's, like, poorly communicated. It doesn't even make sense. Like, like, episode to episode. Well, as we talked in the last one, like, apparently they set up their relationship in season one where they apparently have yeah. feelings for each other. Even though they I just, didn't see it. They just I jump was just, cut. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, like, I remember arguing with you guys about this, too, <laughs> where y'all were like, no, they totally, like, had, like, little bits where they, they, were, there, they were, like, looking at each other or whatever. I'm like... They were on the snow caps at one point, and they just started <laughs> blushing. I'm just like, where did the, Malcolm? Where, where just because you have a cold, frozen heart that feels no love and understands Nick, no emotion. I literally read so much romance manga. I, I fucking <laughs> love like slice of life, fucking love romance bullshit. Because here it was just you know not well done. It, they, like there was no that your stuff. heart needs to be broken open. It, yeah, it, they were just like, it's on not top of each the other, strong like, suit of Wakfu. Yeah, they were just like on top of each other like constantly for like the first like eight episodes where like you know either they're kissing or twerking on each other or fucking i don't know <laughs> apparently they had sex at one point yeah the fucking justice yeah, night episode where dally's point. like come on i've seen you naked and yeah. she's like don't fucking say that in front of our friends <laughs> yeah so like apparently they did all this shit and then uh, i want to say i don't remember what episode it is. i want to say it's during oh they just spontaneously like What's his name? Uh, Dally just snaps and is like, I'm not going to. I don't like that you talk down to yeah. me. Don't get me wrong. She does like all of the time. It's valid. Mm-hmm. But, like she hold he holds that. Um, What's it called? He holds that like feeling in that notion for like four episodes. Like it's four episodes. Yeah, of, so like, long. Him kind of just being pissy about it. Hanging out with his sister, which is like, bro, what do you When doing? fucking Cleom and- <laughs> shows up and they just like, they're trying to force this like stupid love triangle. And even Dally's just like, why? I'm not interested in your sister. Yeah. Like, he's just oblivious. But it, it, was, it, it was. And then it gets the, the, the whack thing is it gets resolved after the freaking siren episode. Yeah. Like, if anything, that would make it worse, right? <laughs> well, because, no, in the Siren episode, they say Dali and Yugo didn't transform fully because the Siren's, like, feminine wiles didn't affect them. Because they didn't have sex with the Siren. Is yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, they weren't, attra- they weren't attracted or falling for the Sirens or whatever. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. Yeah, and then they and do that have that was... scene on the boat where, like evangeline initiates the like contact and conversation with him i was like come on girl yeah i know you're down bad for this guy who goes around barefoot everywhere but make him work (laughs) for it yeah i don't know probably makes her feel good it's kind of kind of some weak (laughs) writing with ava like at the same time she does like have a lot of good like solo like solo you can just say the first six episodes, episodes almost you can, you can no, yeah. no first it's six like, episodes seven episodes dally is other like, stuff like, yeah ava when she's not like in a scene with dally she's like a great character she's like a in good the, character. Um, the fountain the mystic fountain episode or whatever where it's okay. like her and yugo are like bonding over how they both like know they have this mission but they can't turn away people who are like in need mm. yeah okay. but then when it comes to like writing the relationship stuff it's just like ava is mad for like 0.2 seconds and then is trying to apologize to dally who is allowed to be mad for four mm-hmm. episodes so before we before we continue i'm just gonna throw out this 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 small point that uh i had to come to terms with with watching the show um i don't know if it's just me but 
it might be because of how like the show is animated because it's on flash or whatever but like i couldn't i it was, it's very it was very hard for me to like take the tone of wakfu seriously like as a i don't know like a like this show has like stakes in it like this is this is like a serious thing like I look at Wakfu, and in my mind, I had to, like, compare it to... I compared it multiple times to Avatar when I had to, like, try to piece together how I felt about this, where it's, like, on different moments in, like, Avatar, right? Like, you have your your moments where Sokka is going toe-to-toe with, like, how he's, like, the weakest of the bunch, but he has to, like, do his best to, like, you know, be a good leader or whatever. I didn't, I didn't get any of those, like, strong scenes or emotions or visuals or narrative i didn't really feel that in, on the same level at when i was watching wakfu because everything just felt so silly i don't know like i i feel like clearly i feel like the both of you very obviously like have a differing opinion <laughs> obviously but it's just like bro <laughs> the i will say the show is very hard. i don't know if this is because it's like a french thing yeah i, don't, I, I haven't seen a lot of french shows yeah but i think that could have something to do with it where you're right there is like they it do just, like to kind of undercut the seriousness of things I, uh, yeah, yeah this is definitely like i like i'd say like it's a it's a it's a weird like age group i think i think mm-hmm. it's an age group problem where like the show is like targeting. yes it has like a lot of adult humor at, at points but i still think the overall yeah. age group for this show is is younger than like avatar the last airbender 100%, if that makes 100%. sense yes 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 I and believe it that. is more light-hearted mm-hmm. now for me i think it's obvious there's there's i think you can still separate the intent of like seriousness and and humorous episodes like there's there's obviously yeah. stakes like they treat they treat like uh like it's the way they treated dally's death in like the first episode like they don't go ah ha ha funny yeah, he died like, yeah they, they, they treat, go they treat, oh like, fuck the scene seriously like ava is genuinely like, and they they treat Kobe like, as a serious threat and and stuff like that yeah but yeah. then um, the episode um, everything in between i'm just like this is what like the episode with the fucking pandarins or whatever and they're they're the the tree people who are just like stomping yeah. their feet like left and like sumo stomping yeah. left and right while trying to be like water or no milk milk tree milk i'm just like <laughs> come on man <laughs> they have to spit yeah, and then there's um... at them i'm like come on like these people are possessed yeah. they, they might die i'm like i can't I can't feel for this. I'm just I'm laughing while watching this. I think it's like the filler episodes. The stakes are like they want you to know that the stakes are lower in these episodes. Yeah, of course. Because it's like the same thing. That episode where it starts with Rule faking his death, mm-hmm. and they're like they're in the funeral all with like shades on. And I was like, this is a reference to something. I don't remember <laughs> what, but it's it's just like a reference yeah. to something. And then yeah. he like wakes up to start like grave robbing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but like with that, I feel like that. It, well, yeah, you actually know you're hundred percent right. I can't even argue. It, it is funny for the sake of being funny um we're not funny for the sake of being funny but like it's a quote-unquote serious scene but it's a setup for like you know something else yeah and then we learn that rule apparently is always faking yeah. his death to get out of shit <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's you go like crying over rule's dead body for one second and then rule winks at him and he's like oh right rule does this like daily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I think it, I, it is a valid criticism that it, it, 
it is to i think it it doesn't take the problem is like it enough. it'll have it it'll have a serious episode mm-hmm. or, and then it'll like have like four episodes of filler that are like really lighthearted. <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, yeah um yeah, and then it'll yeah. cut back and it'll it doesn't really maintain its its seriousness tone. until like the finale. Until the finale, in which case it's like mm-hmm. pretty serious for like three episodes or something. Yeah, we we get Adamai fighting Quilby and like mm-hmm. losing, and then we get the Siren episode and then Silence of the Rings, which are both silly filler episodes. That's, that's like, one of my my main complaints in season three is that the stakes had never been higher in season three. But they they still have like oh we need to have Some goofy shit like happening. all this humor and and jokes and shit mm-hmm. happen all the time. I would not normally say something that's a spoiler for season three, but the fucking underpants guy. Why is he? Yeah. There? <laughs> <laughs> they could remove him, and the show and the season three would just be like a hundred times better if they just took him out. <laughs> and this also like the same thing for season two where it's like oh they call out that they're on this important quest to save their people. Yeah. But they keep getting side quests, sidetracked. Yeah, hundred percent. And then they continue to get sidetracked by like stupid, like you know, like the Wabbit episode and like other stuff. The fucking the Voice Thief episode. God, that episode. I didn't even watch the entire. The Voice Thief. I I skipped through. The most infamous scene in Wakfu. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the rubber ducky. The rubber ducky scene. Y'all saw the storyboards? It's it is they're they're funny. All right. But yeah, um, also, uh, I, I just thought of this, like a good comparison, and I'm only mentioning this because I have the brain rot right now, and it's always on my mind, but uh, if you look at Jujutsu Kaisen, um, the first season- Sure. Where is this second, going? <laughs> but, so like, if you look at like the beginning of the series, right, it's a mixture of like slice of life with like classic like shonen elements, obviously. So you have some episodes that are just like you're a little bit more casual. Um, stakes are low. People are just fighting against each other. Uh, or sorry, are, we're or talking about the same Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's where well, the, stakes the main are character dies in, in like episode Kaisen. four. Yeah, and yeah. Then it comes back the following episode, and then it's like, all right, we're just doing whatever. Like I, okay, basically what you need to take from this is that like, I'm the, the sorry, I. What? This isn't a Jujutsu Kaisen episode for me to disagree with you, Malcolm, but know that I'm disagreeing with you. Okay, that's fine. But uh, at least in my perspective, when I look at like the first season slash like the first like few arcs of Jujutsu Kaisen, because again, I've been binging a lot. It's a lot. Yes, there are high stakes. Yes, like the tone jumps here and there with like you know its serious scenes. But I want to say like there is a good balance of like um it goes from a very serious tone and then it can boil itself back down and then you know maintain that level of like uh tone i guess and then as it proceeds to go into like its next season or its following season where like the stakes are higher it maintains that and it continues to do that like incrementally with each and every season where it where you can look at like the beginning of the show or yeah you can look at the beginning of the show and then you can look at where it currently is slash where it currently is at like in the manga for instance and it's like two different not two different series but like you can tell that like everyone has significantly evolved in some way shape or form like if i look at season one yugo and i look at season two yugo i'm like this is the same kid and granted yes a month has transpired but like you know i personally don't feel like i see a ton of progression in terms of like character development like, Dally is probably, like, the best example in, in the sense that, like, 
he was dumber in the first season and you know, before he got his tan and everything because you know he didn't train out in the desert with his uh what's his name with um with guild is it guildart Goldard. Goldard. How dare you mispronounce Goldard? I got it close, you know, sixty percent accuracy. Uh, but yeah, before he turned out with Goldard, like he he was a lot more like rusty. Not even rusty. He was a little bit more, a lot more green in terms of fighting. But then after that, like he became a lot more serious. He became yeah like, more capable as like a combatant and much more of a I don't know. I don't even want to call him a threat for towards like anybody who's coming at him. But like you know, he's a lot more capable. Yes, Hugo has that with his portals and all that, but like, the shit, dude. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like. This, Again, I this think it's whatever. a, I think it's an age group thing. I don't think they're like able to do like, the, I don't think they're able to to have as much explicit stakes mm. as like your normal shonen. Like, you can even compare it to like JoJo. Like that's mm. pretty humorous in a lot of sense, but 100%. it has these you know a lot of stakes and 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 they stay serious. Yes, yes. Now I agree. I usually enjoy those more. Like, I like steaks, mm-hmm. but I understand that Wakfu was never necessarily trying to, to be that same thing. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're always trying to be, like, part humorous and part, you know, act part, like, story Action and part adventure. partially serious. For the whole yeah. family. Yeah, and it doesn't achieve it as well as, like, Avatar, The Last Airbender. But I think it has, you know, a lot of other, like, world-building stuff and, and cool, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like after season two, I guess when they're not airing on a children's channel weekly anymore, if like the specials and then season three, yeah, it good. feels like the writers were like, we need to mature the show up a yeah. bit. Yeah. Remember when fucking Yugo and t- whatever her name is made out in that one episode? I was <laughs> like, what? I- he, he looks like he's 12 and she looks like she's at least 18. But, you know, whatever. And they didn't explain it yeah, until you, you know, read the wiki. And it's like, oh, they don't. He doesn't think he age, <laughs> or he ages nah, slower. My bad. Being. Yeah. But season three is like an attempt to be more serious, but they would still fail in some regard. It does. I it don't know what the well writer situation like, is, but it's visual design, like, and that's mainly because again they aren't yeah. using flash, and it's everything is like you know hand drawn, so it's like. It looks, it, looks, it looks a lot more fluid and like it's not as like well, stretchy and they're bouncy. still using some kind of digital amalgam mm-hmm. of of things yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it's not fla- pure flash but it's not like it's i've i think there's still like models and rigs gotcha you know? gotcha gotcha which is why season three is the worst season not flash visually. animated best animated oh, they God, were right <laughs> visually season two is is awesome yeah, it, 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 does, <laughs> it does better it, it, does, it does work it has a lot of like there's a lot of just like really good animation interspliced. The, the shot of Yugo and all of the Iliotrope children like turning into this massive comet to chase down Quilby. Yeah, sick. Beautiful. Also, like the Coast Fountain ep. The Coast Fountain yeah. is actually the filler done right, where it yes. is like a filler episode, but it has like more serious stakes in tone, um, and also has like good animation and cool like fight scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they have like. The Lord of the Rings episode. What was the episode called? Silence of the Rings. Silence of the Rings. Shittiest. Like, honestly. I hated the episode, but it had, like, a cool fight scene in it. So that, like, an anime mocking fight scene. Yeah, they do, like, the fucking, like, super common writers, like, music or whatever. Yeah. What are you talking about? Which is fun. I don't remember what this is. Silence of the Rings? Remember the stamp guy? Oh, yeah. The stamps? Yeah, he's, like, just straight up a Power Rangers villain, and he has his Power Ranger goons that they just, like, beat up 
in a silly sequence. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. I've not even thought about that. And there's other, other like, better filler episodes mm. um, that are less, like, pure goofiness. I would like to say the one where uh, Rule's grandma comes up, but even then, I'm just like... I like that episode. <laughs> I thought it was kind of mad. Yeah, again, even in, like... It's like just the first a fun fountain, episode. There's yeah. still like some silliness to it to balance out the serious factors. I like I, I like, like in terms of dynamic. Silly, <laughs> the, it's, the it definitely like. leans more on 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 the silly, but like you know. Yeah. But again, the problem is I think there's just too much filler. Well, there's also a lot of now. Filler. What we can all agree is the Gabol arc <laughs> is not filler and is in fact crucial. <laughs> to... The Gabol arc. Season two Gabor. Here's my here's my quick summary of it. It has everything. It has misogyny. I was gonna I was gonna sexism. bring up the misogyny. It has <laughs> transphobia. It has homophobia. They got all the big ones. I was they like, did it. Baby. I was astounded. Like I definitely didn't pick up on that. Like during my 2020 watch, because I, I I guess I, I you probably, didn't pick up on it like, when they're it, like women aren't allowed to watch the sports game. I'll say that it didn't register with me nearly as much as it did now. Like. I I, I didn't it just didn't land but like watching it now i'm just like that's this is very this is like very blatant um why is this okay question mark it's america baby is that what it's is that what it's supposed to be <laughs> i don't know it's kind of a pastiche of like greed i liked all of brackmore like it's just like com- like kind of just the evil nation of like greed and stuff but yeah. still has like some some charm and some cool stuff and yeah, but like that, it's all they're all freaking. They're the worst of humanity. Homophobic. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I noticed every time they would shoot to the crowd in like this watch through, you could see like the disguised women characters yeah. in the, <laughs> like mixed into the crowd, oh, which was like a really good. cute detail that I didn't notice the first few times. Jeez. It's definitely something, man. It's definitely something. Um, but yeah. unironically, like that. That develops the nation, like another nation, before the council meeting, which is cool. Yeah. And like, when also, we meet the prince again at the council, we, like, know his deal. We know his kingdom's deal. And so while it is, like, a self-contained filler arc, like, I don't know. And also, like, they bring up Yugo in in the the council meeting. Yeah, what Yugo go, does in that filler arc comes up relevantly later. Which isn't it's another thing that they don't capitalize on in the season is that they have the whole this all the world leaders meet to discuss adam i not adam i um quilby um and then they meet for like one episode they have one discussion and then they are like irrelevant for the rest of the season which is kind of underwhelming i think my like understanding of in show wise because like when quilby leaves that's like three days before the final arc starts and so yeah. it's like what are they gonna really do because it takes people like 50 days to get to the crimson claw archipelago so they can't chase him down yeah. he's also in a different dimension so they can't chase him down it's i would have liked the scene though it's like holy shit quilby just stole the Ilya cube and left <laughs> yeah uh, Yugo is now public enemy number one or something because his <laughs> race is like on the lamb, like they're 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 going rogue. Mm-hmm. 
but instead we d- they, we don't get any of that really and it's kind of just smoothed out yeah i think all of our scenes in the sedita kingdom got used up in like the first few episodes when we see like the sedita king sneaking off to eat with alibert and rule <laughs> yeah um, i love the sedita king sedita <laughs> king's great i love him he's like yeah you know i know amalia is gonna sneak away so make sure you pack her lunch and and, and <laughs> yeah and everything yo can i mention like and this uh, this is gonna be it's gonna be another one where i'm gonna have like all the knives pointed at me you guys, you guys know the picture you know i'm smiling cat or now malcolm i need to say last time you said that yeah. i was like you know i came around to your side because you you made a good point oh my god i'm uh scared but also excited who knows uh you know i'm more scared than excited but uh um, deliver the hot take so uh, i want to preface this by saying that i am not the most into kind of like fantasy i guess like uh like as in like dnd-esque fantasy like you know fucking elves dwarves celestial bodies as all that shit <laughs> like i i'm not like super into it because like there's just so much to get uh, you know what better description i'm not into like western tolkien-esque fantasy if that makes it makes it makes it fair enough malcolm no say it with your chest say it proud say it loud i I am saying it proud and loud i'm not into like western tolkien fantasy i I don't particularly care say the name i don't drop it lord of the rings hit him with it i I have never read or watched lord of the rings nor will i ever unless i am literally like physically with the person who i'm like consuming it with um yeah, so, I'm proud of you, baby girl. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm a proud hater. Did you know <laughs> the Aragorn broke his toe? <laughs> <laughs> um, they will have so, to tear me into a million billion bloody pieces before I let them get to you, Malcolm. Don't you worry. I'm defending you. you with my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I will die on this. We will die on this hill together, hand in hand. <laughs> um, but, yeah, with the aspect of, what is it? Is it the Ten Kingdoms or Twelve Kingdoms? in in Twelve. Twelve. races or twelve the technically world all humans the yeah. technically all humans but mm-hmm. they're devoted to different gods and yeah. that's what, I don't particularly what's... love that about the, the world of Watford. I don't love that like it's so diverse but we don't get to like really delve into each race per se. Like we get to we so as you said before, right? We get to interact with is it the Brackmarians, right? The the fucking misogynist, mm-hmm. homophobic assholes. Yeah. yeah. We get to delve into them for like two episodes and it the majority of it is mainly focused on the entire like Chris Crass aspect, like the sports aspect that they love sports. Like we don't really get to see a ton in terms of like we see their politics, obviously. Like, you know, they're very backwards, obviously. Like, you know, they're very corrupt. Um, but you don't really get to see that with like the Yops. The Zellers, the, especially the Zellers. The Zellers are really cool, and I would love to like understand. Zellers like, see... snubbed. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like you don't get this. You you know that yeah. fucking Nox is one, and they have fucking cool time powers. You, you the only other one that you see uh, in terms of Zellers is the is one the referee. Is the referee, and his ability yep. is really cool. Slow mo. Like, exactly. Like you don't get to see that. I I was remember I was looking up the races while like while they were all grouped together. Apparently, there's a race dedicated to like making inventions and shit. Like they enjoy like building stuff or whatever. And it's like a very human looking race, very much like um like uh, whatever rules races, which are just like people who are greedy, I guess. Uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and we get to see what the what's the, they're not the Pandalorians, but like Pandawas. 
Pandawas. Yeah, Pandawas. Pandawas. All, yeah. We, all we get to see from them is that one episode um, where we just see fucking milks being spit all over the place and that one bitch's like backwards ass mm-hmm. response of, yeah, their breath stinks and they all are all fucking awful where she's fucking racist, obviously. But, you know, we know that whatever her name is is an ass, so we don't like her anyway. So, yeah, there's all of these races, and you don't really get to delve deep into all of them, except for, again, Sedita's Brachmarians, and I think, honestly, that's that's really it. And Brachmarians is kind of an understatement, because, again, three episodes well, versus, like, the six. That I don't think Brachmar, Brachmar isn't, like, a specific race. They're just, like, a, a group of people. I don't know. They're at that council because they're, like, a city-state, basically. Or that. Yeah, uh, but, but I don't know. Anyway, point I'm trying to get is, is that like, I want to say this is probably an issue that stems from the fact that this show is an kind of an adaptation of a game of a MOBA, and obviously in the game they're gonna they have to offer like a lot of different like you know races and shit just for you know player base to have like a lot of a lot of shit to do. But in practice, in terms of a show, it's like well you have all of these groups, but you only get to see very little aspects of them in terms of like our main characters and you get it obviously like uh whatever her name uh whatever the craw girl's name is um i, I like that. that you know what a cr- you know craw but you don't know her name fucking <laughs> <laughs> cleome and um oh cleo and whatever evangeline and yeah. evangeline yes eva ava and literally my cat's name ava and uh <laughs> And, and Cleo. Wow, you named your cat after a Wafu character. Love wow, that. you must be a big fan. Shut, <laughs> up. Shut the hell up. Yeah, Ava and Cleo, you know, we see them. We know that, like, they're obviously, like, they're tight-ass elves. That uh, Very synonymous. Like, you, <laughs> you know what they are, right? Yeah, Pandawas, they're all yes, they're literally. Chill. Yeah, like, uh, but anyway, I'm not going to, uh, I'm just like, saying the same thing over and over. But, yeah, I'm just like, I wanted, I, I feel like the show would have, like, benefited more if it wasn't. I don't even want to say like it wasn't like as tight of a show like you know like if they had like maybe like 50 uh, and granted I don't want to watch 54 episodes of Wakfu I'll be 100% straight like I I I love you Cristiano I don't want to I wouldn't want to watch this show if it had like 60 episodes or whatever but if it did season one and season two had like a lot more episodes where they you know again very much like how in Avatar they go to each like kingdom you get they really get to delve into each like group's culture I feel like that would have like benefited the show like a lot more and it'll make it like a lot more engaging because like you know to, you, you you have all these cool designs and all these cool like races and shit but like you you barely get to touch each one except for again Sedita's but anyway that that's my Malcolm I agree this is Whoa! <laughs> yeah, no, I, you're on the money Whoa, like it, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah it, it look it is a big flaw but yeah it I mean, that's part of the appeal is that, like, it is, it does have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it does have a lot of lore. Yeah. That is not explained, and it doesn't necessarily have time to explain. Yeah. Like, um, again, like, I, I would yeah. love. Go ahead, go ahead. I would love, like, if the filler episodes were, like, less filler and more, like, exploring different races. But mm-hmm. that, they kind of do do that, and, and like, eh. the the zombie episode is, is kind of exploring the panda guys uh as a culture like they're just like rude crass people that are just chill and drinking milk but is it that one Uh, guy or is it like the entirety of the the race per like per se because like yeah i guess because like are they crass or are they just like very jovial people who like to like have a lot of fun like what do they look like outside of when they're all all the races are stereotypes of themselves because like 
literally like yops or like dumbasses they know they're, they're kind of stupid yeah, yeah the yop everyone... king going don't worry we're too stupid to we're deceive too stupid you to dis- they they would mm-hmm. on their sleeve because they're just like you know yeah but like again it's like you, yeah but, so what we're but then you we're truthful a, we're passionate we're but then you introduce we're in a character it. like fucking guiltard guiltard Gultard. 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 Sorry. You introduce a character like Gultard. It's like, okay, I want to know where this guy comes from. Like, are they built this way? Like, yeah. go to their... He has a special episode, Malcolm. I know he has know? a special episode. Yes. Yeah, but, like, I want to see that with more of the Yops. Like, I want to see, like, them all, like, fighting. Where do they, where do they train? Too. Like, where, like, are they do, like, do they do, like, child battles? Like, child war? Like, what's up? The world building of the show is kind of you know cut down because it is a story centered on yugo and unlike an avatar his journey isn't to experience the whole world it's to go do a thing somewhere else and it's Mm. also doesn't help that we're we're american viewers i think if you were a french fan (laughs) there are more recent like like, there's more there's like manga there's like Lore books. There's the game, of course. Oh, there's wow. the movie about Jar- uh, Joris that I still the... haven't seen. That's oh, like, supposed to be amazing. Yo, next time we group up, we should watch that. It's fun. Joris. I like it. <laughs> it's really well animated, mm-hmm. uh, and it's cool. But it that is pre. It's uh, anyway. I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> but, uh, there's but like yeah, a lot of there's ex- such extensive content for. It's Walk, a whole though. universe of content mm-hmm. and like. Pretty much our exposure is just this animated series. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the, the MMO is too dense. There's too much content for yeah. the MMO. But there <laughs> is, like, some, there is, like, some, like, like, yeah, there is more lore, like, about all these races, of course. Um, in fact, I, I'm i pretty sure, like, you know, like, the, the mech like the frog or not dudes in the in the near the finale oh, yeah, the, the atlantis but not atlantis i'm 90 percent sure that's just a promotion for those guys because they were a new class in the game i have to amazing agree. amazing but also on the topic but there of was them, awesome cool they were cool i like those guys the the general lady from there from that from that crew i could fix her oh my <laughs> I god i could fix it shark tooth lady does she need to i be could fixed? fix it but does she need to be fixed like no i would accept her as she is yeah there you go there you go she beats and that would fix her (laughs) she wants to be doomslayer so bad (laughs) she wants to rip and tear until she would love to play doom 26 oh my gosh (laughs) but i think you've hit on it's a pain point of walkthrough Mm -hmm. but also part of the appeal is that you do get into the like you're immersed in the universe enough that you want to like know more about all the races and all the politics and everything yeah. that's supposed to be happening. But just not enough to want to play um, any of the games or watch anything outside of the fucking TV show medium because I'm lazy and pressing I back. I do think it's hilarious. What? That they, like, they do this whole political, like, conflict, but they, to make it related to the show, they go, no, it's a, it's about it's about Gabol, it's actually. About it's Gabol. about how the two different countries play gabol it's not about anything else oh my gosh gabol. that way you as a viewer of the show will understand it i love the chris crass 
It's really fun. Also, season guy. one, Chris Crass, better than season two, Chris Crass. Uh, that's not even a hot take. That's just a fact. The, the- Chris Crass is a caricature of himself in this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great definition. Very he's the most. He's more Chrissy Crasser in this season. He no, I disagree. He lost his bite. Season one, when him and Hugo were going head to head in that arena, they were literally going Super alive. Saiyan. Like they yeah. were, they were flowing with yeah. aura. They flew into the sky. It was very, it was very. <laughs> that was like the, the that was like Hugo the apex. Invented uh, soccer. Yeah, when you <laughs> invented soccer <laughs> and didn't really use it that much. And yo, speaking of in- inventing something and not really using it in the Chris Crass um, mini arc, uh, shout out to me, huh? what's his name? Claire? Is that what the fucking dude's name was? Was the the M Porg? M Porg. Yeah, he like the M The way that they like set him up, like he was some big bad or like something, like a, a deep character, and then it's just oh yeah, I knew him. Uh, he he has a funny name, and he gets pissy when you say it, and then he gets pissy <laughs> when you say it, and then he's gone, and you never see him again. I'm like come saying, on, like M Porg, M Porg, trans icon M Porg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe yeah it was i'm so much the gabol arc season two has it all Mm -hmm. misogyny homophobia transphobia they got them all covered hell yeah dude that's what we love to see in our french tv show (laughs) you know the french they hate everybody shout out to our french viewers out there yo follow us france viva la france yo send us some hate mail on twitter (laughs) we love the what's it called the the interaction um yeah chris crass arc very very good again i was very confused by the the levels of of homophobia and misogyny that showed up in it um but i i guess that's the 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 gleam of the show that's not the right word the 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 appeal of the show there it is it's not afraid to go places like blatantly hating women hell yeah dude love that my french 2020 i do think it's funny that they just like mention at the end they're like yeah there was a big revolt all because of yuga but they don't say what the revolt was about Mm. yeah again i think it's held back by its it is pg (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. and yeah like go ahead i think i think like so again some episodes are obviously don't touch any of that shit but like some then then we do have the Gabolt in which like the writers are like, oh, they're, they, they're trying to touch on like relevant topics or like, you know, some harder hitting topics, but they can't quite go all the way. Um, just like, you know, they kind of hit on Quilby uh, being sent into the white dimension forever. Yeah. Where's the where's the black dimension? Like, honestly, fucking French writers. I don't know what you guys are doing <laughs> out there. Like. Where's the brown dimension? <laughs> like what's what's uh, like what's up? Hey, wait, wait for season four. <laughs> Yo, yeah, <laughs> you better come out with some fucking. Kobe still around. Ra- Kobe could show up at any moment if they really wanted to. He did show up. I do. Season three for like two seconds. In season three, it's he's for, not like, there P- for real though. PTSD reasons, yeah. just like Knox is there. Sorry, spoiler <laughs> for season three. Guys. Oh no! But no I do spoiler. love. Just this isn't me going to the ending of the season, but like. The final episode's credit sequence where they show like all of the characters in their epilogue and then they end on Quilby in the white dimension. Yeah. Messing around. Like Ooh. some stuff. 
flowers. Yeah, he, he has those flowers, so he has something else inside the void forever. But it's just like, wow. It may seem seem lame, but like that finale just gave me chills. It was like, it was no, cool. Yeah, it was it's pretty, it was pretty really cool. Yeah, it's like and like again, and, spo- spoiler for the rest you, of this the walk through, but like. It's the finale that like affects Yugo forever. Yeah. Like season three, people are constantly and like the OVAs, people are constantly like, you couldn't resolve these issues with Knox and Quilby. Like Knox died, yeah. and you yeah. trapped Quilby forever. Definitely watch the OVAs because I think they do actually. Um, they do have some more serious tone to them because yeah. they're like Frieza shows. It's up. really like it's it's resolving Ogre stuff. And resolving just like the the added responsibility that Yugo has now that he's like recognized as a leader and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and Frieza shows up. That's the main. That's the important. And Frieza does show. Frieza up. shows up. Season three. That was like in the OVAs. Uh, he does not no, show up in the OVAs. He does, he's oh. not Frieza in the OVAs. Oh. Well. He talks to the lady uh what's her face see malcolm if you watched the ovas you would have known this oh my god you know what i'm sorry that i fuck bitches <laughs> and get money like bruh yeah so do i so your excuse sucks oh my god that's a lie <laughs> you gotta t- go out on a date and be like yo i watch this watch the OVAs. <laughs> oh every every date i every time i meet someone new off a dating app first question what do you think about walk through what are you looking to watch for season one and season two you like season one? Fucking pass. Swipe left in real life. <laughs> Slaps. No, in the season face. one, you're you're cool. <laughs> season two, you're... you're also cool. Season three, I respect you still, but but it's just friends. We can't be friends. We can't. Maybe we, we can't, can't be, be associated. We can just be friends. Maybe a dicture. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe a dicture. Well, no. Censor that. Redact that. Uh, <laughs> Is a P- nope. is a PG stream <laughs> redacted. Twenty. 20- no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> We've been cursing. All right. Um. Yeah. So Chris Crass in, in part two, he used the the Kaboli Moli Ha or whatever the fuck it is. Shoots a ball out of his hands, <laughs> and then his girlfriend does. To it. go back to something you said earlier, Malcolm. Yeah. I thought it was stupid. That they were just like, yeah, they're in love or whatever, but Gabol is keeping them apart. <laughs> Wait, what did I, what did I were, say? Like, that? There's too much relationship. Oh no, this is that was simply uh, between Ava. Ago. That was Ava and um, what's his name, Dally. That's specifically Ava and Dally. Granted, yeah. even fucking Chris Crass okay. and that girl. I fucking, I guess, dude. Was she even in the first season? Like, was she? No, no. no. She, she just shows up. No, she was not. Dumb. She was explicitly not there because she was being the mask of bowlers. yeah she was too busy being the mask wow i mean that's <laughs> kind of it, crisscross that whole thing is just a partially a gag so it's like i can excuse that as they're not actually trying to write i can't when she becomes out. unmasked and they keep calling her the masked unmasked gabola <laughs> that was pretty funny <laughs> oh man yeah. she did have a, a really nice mane with that with that mask on it's very 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 sad to see it go some inuyasha vibes but um, yeah, uh, Christiana, you can forgive that. I can't. Uh, cause here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You're my hands moving together. I'm I'm revving up. Fuck haphazard romance options. 
I need developments. I need to eat that shit up like it's a fucking meal, dog. I don't like it when they just, it's one episode, they spontaneously show up. I see my man out here, Chris Crass, the, the Gabol King, and then this random woman. The man with no class. The, exactly. And then Maud, who is this? The person who trained him? Uh, like, uh, it, mm, anyway, sorry. I know it's not. It's not I also funny, think that. Yeah, it's so funny that the impression I got was they were like, okay, this is a kid's show, but we need to make it clear that Maud is a bad yeah. <laughs> and she was. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was a strong silent. I'm, type. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just glad. I'm glad you're here with me. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like you know, good on Christmas. Yeah, I mean they do have a. Go ahead. They have a lot of fan service uh in Wakfu. They they really do. Um they really do. They have a lot of it. So they got a the lot thing it reminded me of is um the game Indivisible has like a similar amount of fan service where there's just like boobs bouncing around all the time. I didn't want to say it. A lot of boobs. I didn't want to say boobs. it, but yeah. But that game also has like one of the main male characters in Indivisible like shows up and he's in like the iconic like poster ass shot pose where he's like back turned like looking down <laughs> just so his ass can be more defined. Damn. Yeah. Wakfu do that lacks Wakfu? that. Oh, they don't have enough man service. They don't have enough man service. Nah. That's fair. It's not too it's not this a little bit, but not that We're much, just having I all guess. the male characters in the sauna sitting together. Come on. <laughs> Shows can learn from this other show that I'm not going to bring up. If the prince can have, if the prince of the underwater country can have a boat full of just like, I would, I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that too, dude. Like, bruh, like, what was, who was that for? Like, I know who it was for. Don't get me wrong. But like, also, but like, yeah, but like, who was that? Fuck, why? They were all women. Yeah, she's a, a weird, pompous. Looked exactly the Prince same, same know. bust, all having short skirts, <laughs> and like, ah, unashamed to copy the same character model ah, like six times. It's <laughs> like, have some class. I, he was kind of funny though. The, yeah, <laughs> what's his name? After like the the one girl like, just like flung the over tea the, sipping. Uh, and also, again, like the one girl. I think he refused to get up from that fucking mm-hmm, chair. Mm-hmm. Even when I was like. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, was, it is obviously fan service. There's just a bunch of freaking boob jiggle women doing nothing. The the female characters is incompetent. Were in fact, or designed. <laughs> um, they were they were they were designed. unlike the shark lady who is a queen. The shark. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, shark lady the who also notably has a scene where she's walking down the hallway and her boobs are just like <laughs> fucking bouncing every single step. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Wakfu gets the two minus points for 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 how it designs women in its show. It it's like Naruto. What the fuck you mean it's like Naruto? <laughs> you don't get to see. You know what? Never mind. You know it's not like Naruto. I'm not gonna justify. <laughs> yeah. It. You know, <laughs> shut up. What? Anyway. Uh, fucking, I don't even know. No, let, let Christiana they, they, cook, Malcolm. Let Christiana oh, cook. Okay. They spent a lot of time just, like, ch- being poves in the beginning of Naruto. In the beginning of Naruto? Explicitly, a Naruto's tra- character trait is, like, he 
He tries to poop on people. I do love Naruto's first episode ends on like an emotional high note where Aruka's like, here's my headband. You're a real ninja, Naruto. I'm proud of you. And then episode two, he teaches a bunch of children the sexy jutsu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that lasts like... At the very least, Yugo isn't like a weird hormone driven he's pure kid. christiano yeah, he's, pure. he's a pure he's heart explicitly he pure <laughs> has a pure soul or 100%. something he's never done anything with anyone ever is that that's a but, yeah the, it still has fa- <laughs> again it's it's just that they, they want those kids <laughs> they want those teenagers yeah, i guess the, 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 teen mm-hmm. appeal and the young adult appeal cough cough nick um but anyway, <laughs> listen. And hey, it, it's in, in the most circulated image is the freaking rubber duck bath scene. I will um, say, from that same episode, there is a much also that other funnier, lady. Yeah, that lady who, when she's being interrogated, just like flashes her cooch at Oh my god! <laughs> I totally forgot about that, dude. They took that from that one movie, and it was so blatant. Like, what are you doing? I guess that that was the joke for the adults, but like, bruh. Yeah, exactly. That that episode actually had a lot of just like, had a lot of references to stuff I probably didn't get, but also just like hamming on musical. Yeah, when they're like, oh, Philharmonics Orchestra. I liked the the. I guess there's like a K-pop idol or something that just repeated yeah. her lines over and over she again. That rule. I mean, and that she was her singing. Ship confirmed. Aw, uh, you go, little crush. There you go. Listen, sorry, you you go, Amalia believers. I'm here. You go, that random girl. So, speaking of Ava and Dally, yo, you go and Amalia totally hugged at the end of the season. I guess they're gonna get together. See. Like the uh, only anyway. setup whatsoever for the Yugo Amalia shipping is the Siren episode, where she gets like, it's like everyone's getting like juxtapositioned angry at somebody. Like Eva's angry at Dally, she's angry at Yugo, and then Cleo's forced to be angry at Rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even she's confused about what's going on. And then the pirate, um, the octopus father, and his his daughter. <laughs> All the same for the Siren episode, uh, Samurai Jack did, does it better. <laughs> well, yeah, Christian, but you can say that about yeah. pretty much any kind of episode that Samurai Jack does. Yeah, fair enough. I'd probably say overall it's a better peak. show. And I, I am a not not not, not trying to throw a hot take, but anyway, that's because Samurai Jack. I am a Samurai Jack beloved children's cartoon with a sick ass final season. Was it though? That aired on Adult Swim. We're not doing we're not doing a Samurai Jack thing right now. An an okay final season. Okay final episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking terrible final episode. A terrible final episode. Yeah. Even for me who liked all the fan service. Uh not in the boob way, but in oh, the I was gonna way. say, yo, the man saying it with his chest. <laughs> Cause well, they just have remember that episode from Samurai yeah Jack? literally that's what they did as the finale they're like you'll remember this guy you'll remember, remember that, that guy <laughs> i don't know if y'all know the like the video of the dude who's like here's my um my proposed theme song for 
Ready Player One that they didn't want to use for some reason, where it's just the guy on the piano, and he's just saying, "Yo, remember like Beetleborg? Remember Transform?" And he just goes through like six thousand different IPs with like a little bit of a jaunty piano beat. That's very funny. That's what movies should be, actually. I wanted to mention something about the Quilby progression, and that, like, I I liked how it. It kind of tried to hide. I mean, first off, I was initially spoiled by the thing, so it's hard to get my first impression of Quilby. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I didn't immediately suspect him as being evil. But I like the idea that they were going for in which they try and reset to the status quo of season one. Where it's like Quilby is like, oh, yeah, just go to this distant place and get my dofus. Yeah. And it's like, ah, yeah, so now they're doing the exact same thing as season one. But... Of course, this time it's it's twist, it's a twist. It turns out getting the dofus is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's helping Quilby. Uh, but yeah, I th- I thought that was if I. I mean, it's hard to say like if it was bad because it was obvious like he might he might be villainous or if it was good. And <laughs> that if you weren't like meta cognizant, you would not suspect him or something i don't know just like whenever i see new characters show up in established show it's like oh yeah he's kind of sus mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough i honestly thought cleo was gonna start blasting at the end she's gonna be like that's right now i yeah. have the <laughs> cube i will never live in your shadow again eva i thought that cleo was just gonna be like she's also kind more of more of a tight ass character i thought she was gonna be like a craw times two where she's just like evangeline but worse yeah but instead she's like cool like dally but also yeah just cool like dally with her stupid crossbow yeah her crossbow's <laughs> weird like why does she have that because she's in hand it's crossbows are cool but it, it's not as cool as a longbow okay or gamer it's <laughs> like like she has a magic crossbow or whatever when amalia or evangeline didn't have a magic longbow originally just saying doesn't seem fair. <laughs> uh, just get good, Cleom. I, I feel like that's yeah. a response. Easy enough. I re- from my f- I remember when my first watch of season two, I thought Cleom was cool. But yeah, rewatching, she really didn't He's do much. She's just a goober. Uh, She's literally just there to be like, whoa, what if Dally broke <laughs> for, for her She's sister. there to like escalate the, the poorly executed relationship yeah. drama it's also funny because um i want to say that when uh i was gonna say cry again when ava uh first started talking about cleom she was like oh yeah she's kind of a bitch um she just like she throws daggers and she's like kind of mean-spirited you would have thought that they would have had like some sort of i don't know like resolution to their relationship which i i think they kind of did but like not really like they didn't really go that deep into it like as like a a sub subplot outside of you know Ava and Dally's stupid whatever they're doing, like you I would have thought there would been more exposition to that, but you know there wasn't really. Yeah, if if I was a, I remember uh uh you know this was your point is the main sticking point uh I guess I I'll refer to them as minnow I forget uh if rest we in peace the name or not sardine boy. But Minnow and and, Ep- and walk through season one discussion had the same sticking point. Where it's like, yeah, that that relationship 
is really forced between Dali and Ava. I swear you guys were and all like, I, oh, yeah. No, it totally well, was natural. I, I was like, it was no, fucking I get, I get, No, 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 Cristiano. Look, I just, I didn't care. Like, I don't. You don't care about look, romantic subplots I think it, series, it was Cristiano? fine. I, I, Very important. I, I acknowledge that, like, okay, it just happened off screen for the most part, but, like, I don't think it was completely forced. Like, they were, they did quip at each other. They did, like, talk to each other. were supposedly traveling in a, in a group. They. Yes, it wasn't well written. Barely yes, it wasn't well executed. I, I admit that. It's not like fucking, what's it called? It's not like, uh, uh oh, God, what's her name? Luz and, uh, Shit, I don't know what her name is. And, and Amity. Amity and like fucking Gravity Falls. Well, okay, their relationship oh. develops in like four episodes. Also, that they falls in love like, with they started Clearly, that's like the lovers. main goal. It was of... Enemies to lovers, and they started it from like the first time they met each other. Amity doesn't like Luce for like two, for episodes, two episodes, episodes, and the first episode, they're like. The first episode where Luce is, like, pretending to be the abomination, she's like, you're terrible, I hate you. And then the next episode, the witches come and they end on good terms. And then they become friends, and then there's the Grom okay, episode. I don't think that they Randy truly... is revealed to be in uh, love with Luce. I feel like there's a little bit more. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I definitely feel like there's, like, a little... Like, not a lot of... I wouldn't use the word animosity, but, like, there's definitely more distaste for Amityvert to lose for more than two episodes. I want to say, if I remember correctly, like... One of the big shifting points in that, and go watch our uh, our Owl House episode because we also talked about this in depth in our <laughs> Owl House episode, uh, like four episodes back. But they also like started to like develop their feeling. And yes, Nick, I'm plugging because that's how you fucking podcast, Malcolm. It's more than four episodes, you stupid I don't either shit. Way. Okay. <laughs> You're bad at plugging. I get, I'm, you know what? At least I brought it up. Anyway, well, Christiana, what are you trying to say? F- look, for, for me, like, that's fine. Because, like, I mean, I think it's it's a detriment of, like, Avatar The Last Airbender what? even. That it has so much what? time committed to just, like, the shipping what? war. Like, ooh. Ooh, is Katara going to end up who's, with Zuko who's gonna or hook up Aang? With who? Oh my god! It was, it was so fun. I, nice and sweet, especially like when they recollect and you know hug each other sometimes, and like fucking Katara heals him from near death. Wow. Her her loved one, her genuine loved one. Oh, we got a Zutara in I, the house. I'm talking about Aang and Katara, not not Zuko. You know how he got shot in the back and almost died. That's fair. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, I don't. I don't think it's a sin for a show to not have yeah, that. And, like, shows like Star vs. Avatar, uh, Gravity Falls, even, <laughs> somehow. Gravity Falls? Just, oh, like, yeah. it's part of the fandom culture of just, like, people just want to ship everybody, and the show, like, encourages that. And Owl House, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but this is, like... This, this is a serious there's one, show. There's two ships. There's one, there's one main <laughs> ship... It happens. You don't get to fight it. Uh, they, I'm fighting a Cristiano. You know, they, they hook up. They didn't have enough development. And then they just fucking started making out in a snowy tundra for some reason. Yeah, Listen, was... Malcolm, when an all-powerful dragon teleports you and your friends to a snowy tundra while he fights like a cool <laughs> suicide duel, and you look to your left and there's an old man, and you look to your right and there's <laughs> this like guy who's about your same age who you've like sort of bonded with you make your choices what about the best friend character of whatever her name is 
She's not going to hook up with Amalia. She's Amalia's <laughs> bodyguard and knows that Amalia kind of sucks. <laughs> but they're also, quote-unquote, best friends. I, Amalia had a good... Had some good moments at the in the mini-arc at the beginning where she was, like, being a leader and stuff. And then she, like, reverted to adventure mode. Mm-hmm. Sure. She was like, ah, fuck it. I'm a spoiled brat. I'm not at home. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Malia didn't yeah. have that much, uh, that much character development. She is uh, still a hard pill to swallow. She's a, she's a princess... But I will say that kind of is like she does lean into that like yeah, at the end does. when she's like I'm gonna go onto oh, this yeah. ship I'm gonna tell the leader of this army that what's good. fucking mm-hmm. what and he will listen to me or mm-hmm. else. There was uh, shoot that was a really that was a cool there moment. There also was another moment in the show where I wanna say that like I think it might have been during like the I was gonna call it the harem episode the monkey episode when they're turning into monkeys uh, <laughs> where. The siren, yeah, the siren episode. episode where Amalia is like kind of reflecting on being a bitch and they were like, Oh, you know what? Or she was like, you know, maybe I, I don't need to apologize. you don't need to apologize for this and I don't need to apologize for being so mean all the time and then they kinda just hug it out where this is like the best that she's been mm-hmm. that they're gonna get yeah. her. So it's like she has a little bit little little tinge of character development, but you know. See, years ago when I was playing this one D and D game this this will this will come back. My character had been elevated to like nineteen intelligence by a magic item, and I had a base five intelligence. And one of the other players got kidnapped, and everyone was like, "We're gonna have to abandon him." And I was like, "You know what? That is the smart thing to do." And I took off the headband and just like rushed into a suicide mission because I was like, "Sometimes you need to be stupid to do the right what? thing. Sometimes you need to be a bratty little princess to do the right I can't thing." Just do that while still wearing your I mean, headband. She... I, I don't. I will say, I'm all Because, Malcolm, when you know, when you know, by all accounts, all logical and reasonable like, thoughts you... point to you should not do this or else you're going to die, you need to be stupid. I was going to say, like, I guess you, you, you know what? You were really committing to the bit then. That's the op mentality, yeah. baby. It's the op mentality. That's what, Dally unironically has, is a cool character. I love that guy. <laughs> uh, like, I, again, I think the, 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 the uh, pig episode is good at delving into the fact that like even though he's kind of dumb yes he's but, like, stupid he yes he's he can't he doesn't know grammar he life experience or like but, life experience but but he knows how he, to adventure yeah. he, he he's knows he knows what he's about and that's adventuring yep. and fighting and not and wearing shoes is is all about it and not I think wearing shoes my favorite <laughs> moment for Dali this season it's similar to his moment in the Gabor arc season 1 when those craws show up looking for Cleo, and he just jumps off, hauls like the sword of heaven down to smite a guy. <laughs> he just goes. He's like, to by the way, I'm strong. <laughs> I'm not using it for the right reasons, but <laughs> don't now, forget that. It. That was cool. What wasn't cool was the lead up. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, to impress Ava, you gotta <laughs> defeat yeah. people in style. It's like. Eh. In all fairness, just to go off of that as well, okay. he does all the way at the end when he's fighting against Satan, um, who then becomes Frieza. By the way, uh, I feel like he looks like, enough like he has like the Frieza energy to him. I don't, I don't know what his name is. Eh, that's a bit of a reach. Uh, he's like he got a little thin, 
He's Who's cell. He's he absorbs people to become more powerful. All right. I, I suppose. When the dude becomes a DBZ character, uh, what's his name? He a DBZ yeah. villain. Yeah. Fucking sure. Dally is like, hmm. I could fight against, or we could fight against the uh, the lady who's like shooting lasers out there, or we could fight against this giant dude who's way outside of our class. We're gonna fight the dude who's way outside of our mm-hmm. class because you know what? That's the yop way. That's how you learn how to how to get dirt on yeah. your shoulders or whatever. That's what I'm about. I mean, up. he says it at the end when he like rushes in to help Gultard for two seconds before Gultard leaves the dimension. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter it. about winning the fight, Ava. All that matters is that I was there fighting. I love that Gultard just gets to show up. <laughs> literally i forgot how hype it is where they cut to gultard like like, across the world hanging upside down by a toe and he goes oh man something's Mm. wrong and then he's just leaping across the ocean i will also admit that uh the fact that his weapon is a broken sword that with a chain on it is also kind of based it's like it's like that knife and yeah you know that other show that i brought up earlier the knife (laughs) Toji's <laughs> knife that he's like uh, you know that he has with the extendo oh, chain it's, it's yeah two, two, two with the extendo chain oh, on it the, yeah 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 except it's a fucking the inverse spear of heaven yeah, or whatever except this time it's a fucking hilt of a sword actually not, it's not just the hilt actually it's the it's like the base of a sword that he uses by itself because you know fuck it this guy's so what Malcolm it sounds to me what you're saying is Gultard carried the world on his back so that Toji could fucking skip the world Goldtard with the blueprint. Goldtard was. The... I actually hate to admit it, but you know he kind of. In this regard, I will. Yes, I will say that you are right. He kind of is. They kind of are the same character. Not the same character, but like. Well, I'm glad you're characters. saying that because I'm not. <laughs> they're both very like. Phys- they don't but... use magic whatsoever, and they're all about just using physical feats to fucking absolutely overwhelm and destroy their opponents. Like it, it adds up. Yeah, it's they're similar in that regard. Except that Gultard turns into like a demon. Except spirit. unlike Toji, Gultard's never held an L in his whole life. You sure about that? Just he's metal from the days born and and until he's dark fly. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, it's yeah, that doesn't count because he's not Gultard. Also, <laughs> also still him. It's just like Toji wasn't blessed at birth, and Gultard's the literal son of a Yap god, which is something I learned from the week. Um, Toji's inverse blessed Malcolm, as everybody's seen, because he's. The only person the able fuck? to kill him is Gojo. <laughs> so he's blessed. Not according to fucking his clan that tells him that he's absolute dog shit because he has no cursed energy. And what did he, he do to them? Most of them? He literally beat everybody in the clan and then said, I'm going to do my yeah. own thing. If you fucking chase after me, there's not going to be a clan <laughs> anymore. That's true, but none of them will ever admit it. And they didn't. Um, they literally do when spoiler for Jujutsu Kaisen, when Maki shows up and starts yeah. killing all of them, and they go, "This is just like when Toji did this." Hey, so um, sorry. I, cool thing that I like about Gultard and Rushu fight. I'm uh, it kind of establishes that being God power is not the like end all be all that powerful yeah it's attainable slash beatable it's like you're just like a powerful dude that like that is like maybe can destroy a city covered in the ovas it's way more they do some they do a lot of setup 
like the stuff with Adamai and Yugo and also like Gultard and, and Dally's like God Power stuff is is sort of set up for OVAs slash season three and mm. that they ex- explore that aspect more. Um but I I like it. Also, did you see relevant to season four, did you, there was a line that's like Oh yeah, I think Rushu is like oh yeah, the gods are they, they suck. They they're like all yeah a bunch of shrimp or something like they're they're not relevant, which is like huh, and this is mentions like like they mention like oh yeah, the god Sedita was roaming the world at some point like he was around like <laughs> where'd he go? He fucking he's somewhere maybe his doll he made still the Sedita people his his doll's still mm. around. <laughs> But yeah, the god like the gods are kind of absentee for the most part in all these in seasons one and two, and in three pretty much. But Ogress walked in and the gods walked out. Maybe I'm hoping we get more, more in season four. I'm really excited. Coming yeah. 2024. Coming soon. I I like that they're planting those seeds kind of like that early and i like i they really set up like the atomai gugo conflict like you know they're, they're not buddy buddy in season two at all like they're, they're Adam pretty I and Yugo? Like, like, uh, like i'm sorry remember when Yugo at the end goes brother yeah. as they're brother. both dying that amends all of yeah. their fighting from the start of <laughs> they the were s- having like some issues but like obviously they were, not yeah, but they were still good for each other or they were still good with each other like they definitely like had some rips in their relationship when you know yugo was there doing stuff without him but like, well season three well, season if you watch the specials cristiano you would know that i don't remember what actually happened also the, yeah, specials. the specials is where like adam i was yeah because like, you didn't watch them anyway. fuck up fuck up nick <laughs> But either way, it's it's set up and it, it does it is relevant for this season because like you know Yugo excludes Adamai from. Someone had to watch over the baby Gulgulguran. He's bumming. There's surely there's other they people. They literally that say that they can't the because he's too Maybe fucking I misremember this. Yeah, I thought Quilby like was like no nah, Adamai maybe, needs to stay here. Yeah, maybe Quilby set that up. I forget. Did yeah, they... I think Quilby like set them up trying to keep them split up because my notes. they're stronger together. Wow. I don't know. I f- I feel like it might have been the king. I don't though. remember. I think it, yeah, it like it wasn't. Yugo didn't say no, Adamai, you have to stay here because he wanted Adamai yeah. to come with him. I also wanted Adamai to go with him. <laughs> The whole world was rooting for Adamai to well, go with him. Without him. Like being around, he's too OP. Annoying, he would have. You know, it's just me. He's too strong. <laughs> Literally, remember how like the ultimate Shushu guardian couldn't make Anathar leave, and then Adamai was just like, "Wait a second, Yugo's in trouble. Anathar, get off me." I mean, keep in mind, like I'd say, all the Iliotrope and the dragons are at least demigod power level. Like they're they're pretty freaking strong. Now, Anathar is also really strong rushu is god level power mm-hmm. like literally he is kind of an analog like he he was almost the god of the world of 12 but then he got uh fucked uh and so he's <laughs> and just a god has to be a virgin remember that <laughs> god has to be a virgin he he got there too late and they're like i guess you could have this crust or whatever crust yes. um, <laughs> the crust, crust. The crust. It's 
It's hell, but like it's called something. Also, crust. Joris shows up like, for like two night. seconds, crust. and I don't even know anything about Joris. Joris, yeah, Joris is just there chatting with Quilby at the start. Joris is another character who I thought was gonna be evil the whole time he's been on screen. He looks actually evil. just a <laughs> good guy, but he has his own miniseries, and uh, of course, the movie and yeah, y'all watch the watch the OVA. OVAs he does stuff and in the specials. It has all the lore that you're looking for. You're bitching about not having lore. Yeah, Malcolm, we're telling you no, this. No, I'm I'm excluded. I hear that I should I haven't watched the miniseries, but I should because it's it's more you know kid kitty. Oh my god, especially pretty comfy. I'm gonna split my pants. Huh. All right, kids. What what other what other uh, what, are what, okay? thought, okay. what thoughts <laughs> you guys have? Because it's two hours and I. Time to wrap yeah. up. Two hours. Yeah. Mark? What do you? What else? What else do you wow, got really? to put out there? Damn. Yeah, we're, we're matching our first episode. <laughs> oh, we we're exceeding that first yeah. episode. I said yeah, four hours like, or bust. Oh my god, <laughs> this is at least a lot better paced and a lot. We have a lot more energy. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else do you guys got? For like, so Malcolm, what do you think about what's up? Yugo's ending in this ep- in Who this is season. Yugo again? Our, the the main right, character, yeah, character him um well he basically killed a guy and by killed a guy he sealed him away forever to never be interacted with ever again so yeah basically killed a guy uh he got magic power buff at the end because Laris Florin um Flem you can Ferris because <laughs> Ferris was like Ferris, I'm gonna give yeah. you I'm gonna give you all the power at the last possible because I can just do that um so. They don't call him the powerful for yeah, nothing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, they give him, like, all the fucking magic power. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, Yugo now... I want to say that season two ends with Yugo being set up to be a lot more impactful of a character than he already is. Uh, as now he is more aware of the stakes that he has at hand. He has met his, like, extended family. He knows that he is the king. Like, this is a lot to put on this 12-year-old's shoulders. And, like... I'm sure in the specials and in season three, even though I already, I've seen season three, I know it gets worse. No, yeah. no, Malcolm. He has to... Don't worry about what comes next. Yeah. He has to deal with a lot more shit. This is the end of our yes. season. Our our main oh character God. who, you know, the first season, he meets his brother. He learns his powers. He saves the Sedita uh-huh. kingdom, but he still keeps his, like, you know, youthful yeah, demeanor. That's going to go away. Now here he is at the end of season two. Yeah. We learn he's an alien. He 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 learns he's the leader of his people, and has all these people riding on him. Like he, this is this pretty much marks the end of his, you know, carefree adventuring mm-hmm. days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now he has like responsibilities, mm-hmm. always in the back of his mm-hmm. mind. It I guess unofficially marks the end of the Brotherhood of the Tofu when like Dally and Evangelina both like let's retire Kinda. at least temporarily, so they can go have sex and then have like four kids or two. Gotta have Dally. So yeah, season one had a lot of like big rule fights where he was just like, "Don't worry, kids, I'm a level 100 adventurer, but I'm also 200 years old, but I'm still here for you." Yeah, keep in mind rule. Is the, was the most powerful Brotherhood of Tofu member in season one, canonically. Because mm-hmm. remember when Google Organ had to back the fuck up? Was like, 
I will attack the most powerful member and attacks cool. <laughs> he is like he is strong, but he's like a you know he's an old guy and he doesn't want to get involved. Yeah, most of the time. I wouldn't blame him. And then in the final fight, what did he do? Ran away. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. He like he blasted Ray's time with that drill last season. He was he showed he did, up. Yeah, he was cool in the first season. Yeah, but now it's like. God, it's moving on the god level power, and he is not yeah. a god by any means. Nor is he. Yeah, I, I said this, I think, in the last episode, and I'm saying it again. In the OVAs, he has this like remorseful line when there's like this god level fight going on, and he's just like, I have a shovel. I can't help them. Yeah. Hey, we like a person who knows their boundaries, and that's it. Yeah. He knows what he can take, and he said no. He knows his yep. limits. Yep. Yep. It's similar to like Dally and uh, not Dally, Ava and uh, Amalia. It's like Ava. Ava does help go to help Dally, but like she really doesn't help too much. She, just, she lights she, Rushu up. <laughs> she literally doesn't give a fuck. Ava. Ava has never once given a fuck about anything, <laughs> as exemplified when she's like, "You're the god of all demons. I don't care. I'm going to shoot you." Attack. But yeah finale so what do we gotta say yeah we see our characters growing what do we gotta yeah, I'm say curious. Like, yo, oh yeah in in terms of rating and recommendations like shit dude yeah you know what Malcolm? i'm not going first one of you two assholes which, how do you, i gotta how do, i, I yeah, gotta be going the buffer first, Nick, go how do you how, what was, how would you feel what's what's your Malcolm, summary you summarize your feeling i okay, can go Cristiano, first. summarize a, like what is Final thoughts on the show. Would you recommend it? And what's your rating out of 10, dude? It's definitely worth watching. I know it's a lot of episodes. I think I think if you watch season one, you'll know if you want to watch season two. We're talking about season two right now. And I know, I okay. know. But you're going to watch them in well, order. I hope. <laughs> Unless you skip a season or skip some specials like some people do. And I think, I mean, I can say for season two, I think it really delivers and expands upon season one and in terms of world and characters and everything in a good way which is what a lot of other shows like can't say you know i think that's something we said about the owl house season two when we talked about that forever ago and you know yeah they took a page from walkthrough (laughs) ramp up those season twos in your episodic adventure series also we we barely even scratched like talking about bigger lore implications but there's tons of lore i loved it all in season two definitely so my inform informative information if there's someone watching please watch in the french sub for god's sake the (laughs) the english dub is fine they fuck up the mixing yeah they do their audio mixing is terrible so like the background yeah with peace and love it's literally like they just were trying to do as bad a job as possible they the background audio is way too mm-hmm. soft. Like the, the the soundtrack is barely audible for half of it, and there's like all this extra grunting and stuff for no reason. There are points in the English dub where they just like randomly mute the audio, like someone's supposed to be speaking. Yeah, they someone fucked up somewhere when when yeah. mixing it, and that really attracted. That's I when I first watched season two, I watched it in dub, and that was part of the reason I I didn't like it as much. Uh, the second watching was much better for, in the French sub. That and also don't 
because it's on Netflix. I know we've talked about the OVAs a lot, but for God's sake, don't skip them. Don't don't watch season three until you've watched the OVAs. Or do if you want to be just based and make and then just look at it the, is the canonical order is to watch season one. Well, technically season one, then the Ogress and Knox OVA, then season two. <laughs> I mean, you can watch the Ogress OVA after season two before the OVA before yeah the the three OVAs. And then quest quest for the Dofus Iliotropes OVA episodes on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you can just read the wiki. Yeah. Then season three. That's just my PSA because it's not obvious on Netflix. No, it is not. But mm-hmm. I definitely th- say it's worth the whole series is worth watching, and is good. Uh, maybe not as peak as like. It's I don't I wouldn't be so go, go so far to say it's a ten out of ten series. But for me, like, I really enjoyed it, you know. For me, it's a 10 out of 10, but I wouldn't say in general oh. it's a 10 out of 10, if that makes sense. And that's my final thoughts. Have a have Oh, a me, yo, passing the baton. Anyway, um, so how do I feel about the show? Uh, <laughs> summarize it. I said it, as I said, during my, my, first, my first impressions. So, like... As a season two of a show, it's good. It definitely, uh, it definitely takes another few steps up the ladder of goodliness. You know, big words, uh, goodliness compared to its uh, compared to its first season starts really strong. Similar Sim- to godliness, yeah. Uh, you know, that has a really few really good filler episodes. I mean, not not good filler episodes. Has a really a lot of has a few good arcs. Has some light character development here and there. Not my favorite, mainly because of you know the silliness like here and there um but as we discussed like you know it is what it is it's catered to who it's catered to but like at the end of the day the show does have art would I ever play any of the games no uh would i watch some of the specials maybe they're not bad they're very well and <laughs> the first start the show i mean the aspects of the show that are not like in flash are fucking really well animated like tbh um and again plot plot does go hard sometimes um out of 10 though i would give it a reluctant like maybe like a 6.4 <laughs> personally better <laughs> bump it up like i again I've, I've already explained like my my gripes with the show mainly with just like its tone just being a little bit too soft-hearted for what it's narrative is trying to make itself out to be because like again you're gonna have end of the world stakes i better feel like it's the fucking end of the world um plus again i might be spoiled from watching too much fuck or reading and watching too much anime and manga which tonally is well i guess like you know some are different than others but i feel like overall it's probably tonally kind of a little bit different um but would i recommend it to people i feel like i would recommend it to specific people like i wouldn't like go out the gate and be like hey yo watch wakfu but if i saw someone who had like who had like that wakfu energy to them <laughs> imagine doing that <laughs> yeah, dude, you would know right <laughs> um but if i knew that like a person had like you know they had like the vibe you know that, that they would like this like little freaking fun silly little adventure show like i'd be like yeah fucking i'd watch it i mean i'd be like yo you, you might like this it's also it's kind of a show that i feel like you would really enjoy watching with another person like 
again, I would watch like a serious shonen and like be, you know, eyes glued to it, but because of how lighthearted and, you know, bright and colorful the show is, I would probably like be down to like watch it with somebody else just like as a, you know, a nice bonding activity or bonding show cuz like Malcolm what? Why do that when you can make a podcast with three of your friends to make two of them watch? <laughs> yeah. Because some people, the original ploy yeah. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, the freaking—I <laughs> I was gonna say freaking blackmail someone into watching it, but um, yeah, you know, I—I've said what I said. Yeah, so in total, like six point four. Would I recommend this to somebody if I knew that they were gonna be into it? And I usually, and I usually, I can usually tell if they would be into it. Um. Yeah, don't watch the specials. Uh, do don't do that. Don't watch the specials, and then go to Chris Giannis <laughs> and then be like, "Hey, I watched Wakfu and didn't watch the specials. I'm so confused. Um, what's going <laughs> on? Your recommendations are bad. Season three, so crazy. Um, so yeah, season four is going crazy. <laughs> All right, Nick, what what do you got to say? Oh, it's my yeah, turn. Well, it's my turn to descend from the yeah, heavens. Yeah, we can cut you out if you really want and to, and bring this gift upon the like, world. We can just dip out, like if. Uh, no, you can't, cause I edit the episode, oh, baby shit. girl. You're trapped in here with me. The password, to Spotify, <laughs> and all that. So, how do you feel, Nick? Truthfully, well, yeah. If you can give me, a I second, did give huh? you. A it's second. called building dramatic tension. Something you would know about mm. if you cared. Uh, for I'm me, in my drama, shot right now. Truthfully, I like. Did you? <laughs> I thought. I thought. You think? <laughs> Sorry. It did a good job of progressing our main cast of characters. It introduced a few new characters into the world. It introduced a new villain very well. It had a bait and switch on me that worked every single fucking time. Maybe Joris is still the final bad guy. Did anyone consider <laughs> that? Maybe Quilby was being controlled by Joris the whole time. He could still show up. Joris is like 900 years old. It's possible. He's really old. <laughs> Maybe he's a demigod or something. Maybe he's a demigod. <laughs> but I think, yeah, narratively, it has a good start and end for the characters and where they all kind of end up and where they'll go forward from there the filler episodes honestly aside from the silence of the rings they were all like they were they weren't bad like i didn't suffer from watching them the gabol arc i mean it was only three episodes season one's gabol arc was wasn't it four episodes they're both three episodes they're both three episodes damn okay egg on my face it's good. I ironically think it's good. But. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I just like season ones more because it's more about like Yugo and like the gang doing shit instead of just like this shitty bad. city. <laughs> yeah. I wish Adamai was in this season more. If Adamai was in this season, it would be a perfect 10 out of 10 if he was in every episode. I would have loved it. Unfortunately, it's nearly a perfect 9.9 really? out of 10. I'd recommend this. <laughs> I was even trying to like fucking intrude. That was Listen, just a genuine reaction. My rating scale is very simple. If it's not objectively dog shit, it gets to a five. <laughs> if I enjoyed it on top of that, it gets to a nine. Oh, wow. That is that is amazing. And I, this is like my third time watching this season, and I've enjoyed it every time. 
So only, it gets bonus only points your for third that. time. God, I thought you actually liked this show, dog. Yeah, I'm saving the fourth time for a very special Whoa, occasion. Honeymoon. For when me and Christiana have our spinoff podcast <laughs> where we watch every single episode <laughs> of Wakfu and we review <laughs> every single episode. <laughs> we got to be like reviewing Avatar except Wakfu. That's right. The French Avatar. The French Avatar. The French Avatar. And I'll, I'll Photoshop Aang and you go into oh 1B. Oh my god. <laughs> Awful. Um, I mean... I don't recommend this to every single person ever because I know a lot of people who don't like watching animated shows. They don't like watching shows that are aimed at younger audiences. But like, I also know a lot of people who watch a lot of different cartoons and anime that I think is trash. So you can say your sibling's name. Just this could generally right improve. No, I don't think they watch a lot of trash like, anime. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, they watch Jujutsu Kaisen like mm. you, but. Not everybody. Well, I was talking perfect. about the other one, but yeah. Naruto? <laughs> yeah, Naruto. <laughs> I have a habit of not throwing stones from my beautiful glass house, especially if it's about people who I got to watch Naruto. <laughs> you bastard, you awful being. How dare you? That's right. You're spreading the plague. <laughs> but yes, I recommend this show. It's a good show. Absolutely amazing. Cristiano, wrap this shit up. Where's Knox? Where is he? He never oh, died on show screen. At, they show it's his grave true. and they show his fucking raps on it. They, he never died oh on screen. Malcolm, anyone He's can around. have a fake grave. <laughs> I hate that. Season mm. four, Knox. Stocks going up. Season four, Knox. Yes. At the last second, he's going he's gonna to be there. <laughs> replacing Oropo or whatever the other new guy's name is. No, you got it in one baby girl. That was actually so Oropo. sexy of you. Hey, I remember. I remember he made out with Amalia. It was weird. Then a kind of bullshit. <laughs> Imagine NTR. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> Sorry, this is where I come clean. I don't know what NTR I also stands don't know, for. I know it has to do with cucking, oh, kind of. It's like a... It's cucking, except I think I'm pretty sure it's cucking, except it's like the Japanese word like netorare. Don't ask how I know what that word is. Yeah, I've read a fair read a fair amount of fanfic. Don't worry about that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Wakfu, it's cool. I I still think it's hidden gem tier uh, of media. Not a lot of people have really heard about it or watched it. And people that would like generally like it, like I'd say, if you watch like Owl House or watch like Steven Universe, you'd probably like Wakfu. You know? Yeah, yeah. The devil in me wanted me to say, yeah, like I said, if you watched a lot of trash shows, but I like Owl House. You like Owl House? Steven Universe gets a lot of hate, but I still think it's good. Yeah, um, one day I'll fully watch Steven Universe. Oh, but the songs. But uh, yeah. I like the world building stuff of this more. I like having the whole pantheon of gods and stuff and and cool world lore and stuff. And that's something that a lot of shows don't really explore too much. Probably because Greek gods exist, so they can just put Greek gods in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I like OC Greek gods. <laughs> They're just as weird They're and horny. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's end this because we have to do take oh two. Oh my now. god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
watch out next time for anyway you know secret show i mean secret show about a game that some people might know or might not know about hey, malcolm malcolm, malcolm. Well, i'm not saying malcolm. anything we talked about this we talked I'm about not saying this anything. You're being too I'm specific. Being spe- I just said a game. I just said what kind of game. We're, we're, we're playing the walkthrough game and doing it. I'm going to be a... Yeah, Islands of Walkthrough. Actually, Malcolm, don't make a promise too big Yo, for you to keep. next year, 2025, <laughs> your walkthrough season game. We got it. <laughs> we all completed the MMO and all of its content. Time mm-hmm. to review. I quit my job to be a full-time walkthrough player on Twitch. Follow me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> Knox did nothing wrong at Twitch TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap this up. Wrap this up. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Farewell. Bye. Thanks for listening.